Welcome in. It is episode number 81. Who are we giving that to? Anquan? No, T.O., man. Okay. Should have been first ballot. Well, I agree with you on that, but I'm a I'm partial to Anquan, bro. <laughs> like I just got some positive feelings about that dude. Uh, jobbing out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun, and Rolling Stone, and of course the main event, AJ event. Francis, event. Tampa Bay. No, 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 he's not. Sorry, I yeah. apologize. That's okay. We're getting still getting accustomed. You know, wherever it's going to be next, you, we'll you be... go into robot mode. I really do. Happens all the time. Oh yeah, it happens all the time. Uh, coming up on this show, we have no idea. We we had some things that were um, maybes that I'd say are still maybes that could happen. Uh, much like last week, we started the show, we didn't know if we we're gonna have a guest hey, or not. And then shows are the best. Yeah, Hillbilly Jim ended up uh, checking in with us. Speaking of which, we had an opportunity to stop by uh, MCW's event on Saturday. Tribute to the Legends. I know you hung out for a little bit. I know AJ bought some stuff. Yeah. Um, that New Day poster, signed poster. Dope. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty good, I think that was hey, a strong purchase. I got my uh, Shockmaster action oh, right. figure signed your, by the Shockmaster. That was the big thing for you. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, you wanted that. Uh, I did none of those things. <laughs> I I wanted Chick-fil-A breakfast, so I rolled out. <laughs> yeah, Glenn's a piece of bastard. I thought I was going to Chick-fil-A breakfast. And then he gets the Chick-fil-A. I was so pissed. I was so pissed off. Um, but at least you probably got waffle fries, which probably made up for it. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing about like Chick-fil-A is that, like, their lunch is pretty good too. It's just I had my sights set on. And you can have on. their lunch for breakfast. Like that's not. Ridiculous. I actually, I actually went with chicken strips because I just wanted some Chick Fil A sauce that day. I just really okay. wanted some Chick Fil A sauce. Chick Fil A sauce is probably yeah. the greatest sauce. I mean, you, you can put Chick Fil A sauce on like a chicken sandwich. Oh, shut up. Yeah. You no, can put Chick Fil A sauce on anything on a chicken, on Chick Fil A sandwich. So you, you put Chick Fil A sauce on pizza? You have never lived. Well, I certainly oh, haven't wait, lived. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> you might be introducing me to something that's a totally new world. It's amazing. Really? It's really amazing. All right. Now, is this like amazing, like truly amazing, or amazing like Grown Ups 2 was amazing? <laughs> I never said Grown Ups 2 was amazing. Or Grown Ups 1, whatever. Grown Ups 1 was amazing. <laughs> you didn't laugh at that? Um, a lot, few and far between. All right, let's get into it. Let's do this. Uh, there was pay per view on Sunday night. Um, we have a <laughs> little bit of an awkward situation to deal with. So we all won, yay! <laughs> either we all won or we all lost. I'm not sure which one. So, if you listened last week, and if you didn't, shame on you. You should uh, march yourself out in the traffic immediately. Uh, we did not pick many matches differently. Says the picks. guy who says, I'm wrong for always berating our listeners. Well, I, I'm not berating them. I'm just telling them they should be listening or they should kill themselves. That's all. <laughs> That's not berating. <laughs> our listeners. If they didn't listen last week, they're not our listeners. That's true, right? Yeah, they're not really dedicated. They're not one of us. Yeah. I would disagree. Oh, well, fair enough. But that's also because I'm a good person, and you're not. <laughs> well, that's probably true as well. So we didn't pick many matches differently. In fact, uh... We picked them all the same, except for one. Now, we did pretty well. Yes. All of us. The, how many did we get wrong? Oh, we got Roman wrong. Right. Uh, Is that it? New Day. New all day. right, we all picked the club. That's yeah. right, we all picked the club. Those are the only two, though, right? I think so. Everything else we got right. Yep. But there was one match <laughs> that Aaron and AJ picked the same, and I picked differently. I went out on a limb. I said, there's no way they're ending this. It's too obvious to have it end with Sheamus winning the first three and Cesaro winning the last four. And I was right. Technically, yes. I was right. It was too obvious. But what did I say might be the swerve? Yeah. 
Aaron called it. Non, I did call it. Non-finish leading to. Didn't call the non-finish. Right. Just called what, the, what Aaron uh, said would be, uh, they got, they got the title opportunity. And it was a tag team so. title opportunity. Which they will undoubtedly lose to the New Day. Because they have no purpose for these guys, and that's the, yes. the, literally the only thing that we should take no, away from I last. think I think that they're trying to work, and it could work, because they're both professionals, they're both vets, they both can work a crowd, they both have a lot working for them. This reminds me a lot of Team Hell No, and I think that they can build to a situation like that. It's. I, I think there's I mean, potential. I like. Neither of them is over as Daniel Bryan was even then. Yeah. Right. Neither. Neither of them is as under as Kane was even then. Seamus. Uh, Seamus, I think is. I don't think so. Kane always is Kane, right? Uh, like he always. The kids always love Kane. No, kids always love Kane doing the thing with the fire. And if you want to argue that kids still kind of like Seamus, maybe true. But they've done a lot to make sure that they didn't the last few months. I. I look, I, could it be interesting? Sure, they could be interesting. But I'm so. They'll be fun in the ring. Yeah. They'll, they'll absolutely oh, yeah, they're great. The I'm just so convinced that they don't have a purpose for these guys and that that's what all of this was, was them saying, we don't have a purpose, we don't know what we're doing, we're flying by the seat of our pants, this is what we've got for yep. you, so this is what we're doing, right? Like, that's just the way that I'm, I'm convinced that that's what they're doing right now. And by the way, they do a lot of good work scrambling. We've said that over and over again. But Some this isn't scrambling, this is just... Well, I think it's scrambling. I think they're scrambling to figure out how I think you... they've scrambled in the last, like, two weeks. Two weeks, well, okay, fine, but they've had, yeah. you know... When did they announce the best of seven series? Oh, I agree. Yeah, I, just, I think they announced the best of seven series, not knowing what they were going to do at the end of it. I don't think right. that they well, had. Well, and that's the problem. They, right. I don't think they had a plan that at the end of it we're going to pull this great swerve off and you know they're going to give them a tag title opportunity instead of giving them. I don't. I just think they literally said we got to have these guys do something. Let's have them work together, seven matches, and we'll figure out at the end of it what we want to do with them. And now we'll give them a, a U.S. title opportunity. We'll give them something, whatever it right. is that we got for them. And ultimately, this is fine. I mean, because I I don't mind these guys working together. I think. Keep right. them relevant. There is a lack of depth in the the tag uh, department. Yeah, you have the three top guys, and then what? The shining stars number. Keep talking. Yeah, we got. Yeah. I mean, when you have guys like the shining stars that are coming in, I personally love love what the shining stars are doing with <sighs> selling just, it, the brochures. Yeah, I, that, that's finally gotten a little, like at least a little bit relevant. I, I always love just like. We love Puerto Rico, but why are we booing that? <laughs> they like Puerto Rico. Yes, Puerto Rico is a well, nice place. Well, that's because a lot of the WWE crowd is racist. Let's I, be I, honest. And that's why. <laughs> that's why they're well, booing Puerto Rico. Hypothetically, though, they weren't doing anything heels until they tried to start selling shady tour. You know, that's we yeah. all hate that the tourist was like, oh, go sit in a place for five hours and maybe you'll get a trip out of it. We all hate that. So it's, you know, now at least they're finally doing something heel. Yeah, I mean, when you got guys like the New Day who, who their entire gimmick was, we're really happy all the time. Right. And then people said, we hate you. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's guys that come in that don't happen to look like the New Day, and <laughs> and, and come in and they're happy what, all the you time. Wearing, what are you? What are you, you mean like T.J. Perkins? You mean like guys like who else? Like. Who else is in the cruiserweight? Cl- who's in the cruiserweight classic? Just was a squeaky clean good guy. No, nah, Rich Swan was, but that doesn't help yeah, your argument. Doesn't help my argument at all. But you get what I'm saying. Like, there's a reason why you should like Puerto Rico. Boo! Right, 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 yeah, that happened. Were you yeah. saying that if somebody came out and said you should like Iowa, it wouldn't be the same thing? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be that way at all. Um, look, I hear. You. I think this is a, a. I think that the tag team. Um, division can use some depth, and I think this gives them depth. And again, I hope it's leading to the possibility of the New Day doing other things. You know what I just 
thought about, I think this might be perfect for the New Day. And it the reason why I think it might be gives perfect. Gives them the bridge to, build the, to beat Demolition? Yes. I think that they're going to beat Demolition's record. They're yep. going to be the longest reigning tag team champions in the company's history. But and how many they, days? They have uh, to hold another it until December. They have to hold yeah. it till December. Okay. And what's right after December? Uh, the Royal Rumble, I believe, comes up right after December. Could you also January. I guess I should yes. have started with that. 2017. <laughs> yeah. So the college football playoff? Are they going to be in the college football playoff? They very well could be. That would be great. I would be in Iowa. I don't Alabama. think I was going to make it though. I don't think I was going to make no, it. No, I was not very good. Yeah, considering they lost to a, dub, a one double A team, no, they're probably not going to make the playoff. But uh, you got those guys. They'll probably just drop the title. They'll have a month to get everything ready for like. Oh, we got to get our titles back, blah, 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 blah. And, hey, they might even get the titles back. But yeah. it's just in time Ooh, for them to transfer. It TLC match, too, because I think that the December uh, SmackDown's the TLC pay-per-view. Exactly. And then you could lose in the TLC match and not really lose. Yep. End up getting your titles back at the same time Big E or Kofi. Me, personally, I would like Kofi. Right. No, really? I've never gotten that sense from you. Wins the Royal Rumble. And then now you have a super faction that they get their belts, tag team belts back at Mania, and they win the universal title at Mania? That's I mean, big. I mean, look. No one's going to complain about that. I don't think it's, it's going to happen, happen, but yeah. I mean, I'd be all on board. Trust <laughs> me. If one of them is in a match for the U.S. title, that would be a step in the right direction. I, I, yes. Universal title is kind of unfathomable at this point. At I don't think so at all. Well, you, you've been saying that for two years. I'm with you, and they no. Haven't. But what I'm saying is, okay, let's say Kevin Owens holds the belt till then. Who's who? You got taken from Seth again? It could very well be. It could yeah. be Finn's, or I think we all know that they Finn's, would have. Finn's would, coming back, but Finn could would, come back and Brock. get involved with something else. Roman. Roman. It wouldn't be Roman. I don't think they're going to. I, I still think Rusev should be elevated a little bit more and could be in that picture. Triple H. It can always and of all be the people, Triple H. And of all the people that you named, how many people sell more merch than New Day? I'm just saying. I, after a while, no, two I, we're, years. We're all, we're nobody's saying it's a bad idea. I'm it's saying, a great idea. It's I, just not going to happen. What's changing now that was different then? And maybe it is about the fact that they look a little bit different than other guys. You might very well be right about that. I've alleged the same thing in the past. But what's changing now that's any different than it, than it was Last year, around the same time. They will have been the most successful team in WWE history by then. The most successful team. Yes. And they, that they've been Thus, very hesitant to break up in any sort of way. even put one of them in the tournament. You're saying that they're basically going 0-60 to 60 right now on a singles push, which, again... Has never happened before, right? No, they didn't do that with Finn Balor at all. That's no. true. <laughs> they definitely didn't do <laughs> never that. Happened. Yeah. Well, but to be fair, he was never with the team for three years that they never, you know, they never well, refused to push I'm it. not telling you yeah. you can't do it or that they shouldn't, shouldn't do, do it. it. I just don't think they will. That's right. my that's right. my point, is that knowing what, what we know about the WWE, I don't see a reason to think that's going to happen. But if it does, high fives all around, bro. <laughs> We're all good at that. Um, yeah, anyway. Also, by the way, they, have they forgotten that R-Truth and Goldust exist? Like, have they just forgotten that those two guys are amazing our Amazing. Our truth uh, is on a uh, country-long Pokemon quest right now, so he's not uh, unavailable. On unavailable for those types of things. Uh, but yeah, I'm good with it. I mean, that, that obviously pulls out. I'm surprised they didn't go with the club, but I think the scenario that you're painting is it's very clear at this point that they want to get the new day. Although when they mentioned that it was 400 days on Monday, I was like, oh, well, that could be a perfect opportunity perfect for them to I, I drop think, it. I right. thought I, I really I think, thought I they were going to lose that match for demolition though. I think now I think they're really Yeah, it seems when that way. when they when they said they were going to be 400 days on raw, 
that I was like, okay, so 400, that's a good mark. They're going to drop it to the club. Once they won that match clean, I said, okay, they're going to hold the bet. They're going to beat Demolition Drucker. I mean, that's what I think the entire purpose is now. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I just, by the way, I just pulled up the uh, Royal Rumble odds right now. Uh, none of the New Day is even listed. Meanwhile, Rob Gronkowski is f- 500 to 1, so that's kind of what you guys people got, You do. guys got a couple bucks you want to throw <laughs> in? Um, what, where's Shaq? Oh, you know, he's already got a WrestleMania match. He doesn't. Uh, oh, it's a little bit weird that, like. Oh, no, Shaq is 100 to 1. Makes sense, actually. <laughs> by the way, it's a little bit weird that they, like, agreed to that whole thing, and the WWE is not, is, like, not even acknowledging that it happened. It's a little. I, I feel like it was one of those things where they had really agreed to it, but it wasn't supposed to be. He wasn't supposed to say anything yet. Okay. I, I think it was one of those it's things. It's out there. We all I, saw I under, it. I understand that. But yeah, I would just it, think it's it's also, it also wasn't Vince saying good job. Like, this is going No, happen. I hear you, but, like, it's clearly that they want. It's Big clear, Show doesn't book his own match. I understand that, I but it's the clear they want to do that. But, it's I mean, obvious well, they want to do Shaq, that. And Shaq, didn't Shaq say it's happening? Yes. At the ESPYs, I feel like he. Now it's out there. Like, yeah. I would think that you would then react to that. You know what I mean? Like, you would say, okay, we can't put this back in the bag. We've got Shaq coming to do WrestleMania. Let's maybe tease it at some point. They'll you know probably I mean? do it, like, in the storyline. You know how you guys love to say if it hadn't happened in, on Well, there screen. was a storyline. They guys, Those guys ended up in a match together at WrestleMania last year. But that didn't happen on – but what you're talking about at the ESPYs didn't happen on WWE television, so it didn't happen. But I've, I've talked about how when things are happening, it's difficult to completely ignore them at the same time. I'm just I think you have to do both. I, I, I think you need to do it on WWE. Yeah, television. I think that's I think that's the point. Yes. You need to acknowledge it. Yes, you need to acknowledge it. <laughs> I yeah, agree. And, I, and I'm be willing to bet that that Shaq probably doesn't even want to be around till January. If I had if that, <laughs> which is my point. Yeah, well, which is why they have need Shaq to acknowledge it on TV. You, you want more Big Show on TV? Yes, I actually like the Big Show. Oh, well, yeah. big, big Show hasn't been around for a while. I know. Well, he was back for a week. Literally everyone in the arena chants, please retire, when he has... Yeah, well, that's, that's when he's they, on twice a week. Because they've been absurd with it, yes. Right. He's been but on I, twice I a week every like week for... I don't know what it is. He I like the Big Show, too. I'm just saying... You're asking for Big Show to carry a feud I'm with a guy. I'm not asking for it to be a year-long feud. You're also not allowing for me to finish my statement. <laughs> you, you, you're asking for Big Show to carry a feud with a guy that's not going to be there for three months. And the entire time, everyone's telling him to retire. Can we talk about Kevin Owens? Can we talk I'm pointing about out, I'm just pointing out there's a fallacy in your logic. That's all I'm saying. Not really, but I'll just go with it. By the way, we, we started talking about the, that whole tag, uh, tag division because we didn't talk – or we talked about Sheamus and right. Cesaro. right. What what are we gonna do about that? What about oh about oh right we we, we kind of went off that either we all bit. won or we all lost. I said we all the other and we just carry it. Well, it's weeks. not good. It's not well, really good for anybody. No, if we but all won. hold on. We we have a pay per view in two weeks. It carries over. So same bet. Same bet in two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This I'm is cool with that. This, and that shit makes more sense because this is SmackDown pay per view in two weeks. And, and it's Alexa Bliss. Yeah, we made a bet related to a SmackDown star. Right. All right, I'm good with that. Roll it over. Two weeks. No right. no no mercy. As the girl in the voice calls it, no merci. All right. Um, merci beaucoup. It's like weird that they like. It's all right. Never mind. I'll leave it alone. Uh, all right. The Finn Balor. Not Finn Balor. God, I can't think. You, Kevin Owens. You lead the show this week. Are we talking about Kevin Owens? Yeah, we're talking about Kevin. Owens. Kevin Owens. Um, yeah, he won. He won with a lot of interference. And uh, well, first of all, they got the Jericho Zane thing correct. Yes, they got that correct. That was yes. the right thing to do. Am you, I crazy saying that was the worst match on the card? They didn't. They did not. Uh, maybe just maybe. Oh, let me rephrase. The match itself, what the guys were doing in the ring, wasn't bad. They didn't. Connect. How the match ended and how it. Yeah, they didn't connect. They didn't I, connect. I didn't really I, I, like I think, I the think way was, they worked. Yeah. 
they they were both trying to be because they're so used to being smaller than everybody else or in the case of Jericho sometimes he does do against the smaller guys but when basically they're the same size they're not used to wrestling against someone the same size and I think that was part of it what did, why did you just bring up Jericho? Because Jer- Jericho has wrestled, uh, especially lately with Neville and stuff. Oh, oh I thought you were talking about. Than... I thought you were talking about the Kevin Owens match, and I was like, what does Jericho have? Oh, no, 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 so no. you think that the the Owens match is the worst match? On the oh, match. I thought you said Jericho. No, you said Owens. We were talking about Kevin. Oh yes. no, he. he I started by saying. Jer- oh, I, think, oh, I thought. I thought you to jumped. Me, the two are kind of intertwined. Yeah, oh no, he, I'm talking Jer- about the Kevin Owens match. The Kevin Owens match to me was. I thought the Jericho Zayn match didn't click, but that you know what killed the Jericho Zayn match. Wasn't that the match wasn't good and it wasn't, they also didn't click kind of, but they actually clicked better to me than Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins did. But what, the thing that killed them is they went on after probably the best match of the night. When did they go on? Right after Sheamus and Cesaro. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That, that was that, that was, was the that was best a, match of the night. Without a doubt. Well, and it has the frustration of a non-finish, right? Yes. So the yeah. crowds, the crowds the frustrated about a non-finish, bit, yeah. and you got to go on right after that. I, I would tend to agree with that. That didn't help them. Um, I thought the I actually thought the Jericho Zayn match was pretty good. Um, I thought it. Yeah, I thought it was better. I thought that match was. I thought the crowd was dead, but I didn't think the match was bad. I I, I, just, I did. Maybe it's because I, I had bigger expectations for those, so I just didn't yeah. feel like. I they think I think the other well. problem with the main event was that you don't fully have Rollins over as a face yet, and that's part of the issue, right? So you still have kind of a thing where like a lot of the crowd really likes Kevin Owens, despite the fact that he's a heel. And then you have the fact that a lot of people still don't, they're not, they're not buying into Seth Rollins as the top baby face just mm-hmm. yet because that work hasn't been done to make him the top baby face. Oh, people yet. can like a heel and uh, lose the face because of it? Yeah, they do that oh, sometimes. Well, they do. Did. I don't know. Eric said, yeah, that, right? Eric said that can't happen. No, I said they can't boo the new day. Right. I said it's a problem with fans. <laughs> First of all, I would like day. to point out I never even heard them boo, but I just gave you the they, benefit of the doubt. They absolutely booed. I'll pull it up right now if you want. Second of all, they, they you, got you know they got one of the biggest they got one of the biggest pops of the they night did, when they won. But I'm just all all I said was was that you're an idiot. Yes, that's all I said. Fair enough. It is a problem when you are putting the new day, the single most popular entity, as we just established, the single most popular, they sell the most merchandise. Every Everybody loves them. If you put them in a situation where they get booed, there was something wrong with that booking. That's I all I said. I literally did not hear a boo, but and it, neither, wait, when he hit, neither did the, the one people, guy the, who. You wait, always, wait, you're saying that they were booed on Sunday night? I didn't hear that. Either. Exactly. Yeah. Let me let me pull it up. Hold on. And then and then after that, make sure you let the clip run to the end of the match, which was a minute I later said, when they had boo. the biggest I, pop I said, of the night. You're right. I said they got booed. What was that? What that was, was the problem. They right? say, oh, okay. you are right that they, it was not, I'm not saying that, oh my god, this is the end of the new day. I said they got booed, and the fact that they got booed means that there was probably something wrong with the booking, considering that they have not been booed in seven months. That's all I said. Yeah, you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get what you're saying. You're just not uh, Oh, God. Um, anyway, the moral of all of this is let's get back to the main event picture. Is that you have Jericho win, look strong, and you haven't come back out. You continue to sell the Jericho Owens thing. Now, ultimately where that goes, we'll see. I don't know. It seems like right now you're still lingering with Seth Rollins. They, If they want it to be Rollins and Owens again one-on-one, they've got to keep doing the work. And look, on the Raw, they clearly were to get Rollins over. As What's the, the next Raw pay-per-view? Uh, uh, Hell in a Cell. Yes. I think it's going to be... I want to say Owens. It would make sense to do Owens Rollins again. Yeah. Hell in a cell. Like they, they have and built then have the, Triple H interfere and have 
Triple H cost Seth Rollins, and then the next pay-per-view after that, Seth Rollins, Triple H. Oh, that, that would be Survivor Series. That would make sense. It would make perfect sense. I don't... You really think they're going to pull the trigger on Triple H, Seth Rollins that early? They yeah. might not even pull the trigger on well, Triple what, H, Seth Rollins, but they very team, could team well. Triple H, exactly. Team Rollins. Team Rollins right. versus yeah, Team yeah, Triple yeah, yeah. Build, You have Roman there. You go, you know. Because yeah. what I think at Survivor Series, they're probably going to have one Survivor Series match that's just for SmackDown, one that's just for Raw, and then one that's that well, SmackDown versus, versus Raw. Raw. Yeah. See, the, the, the problem with that is usually when, like in the past when that's happened with the brand split, is you kind of, you know, you have a good Raw, you have a good SmackDown, and then SmackDown versus Raw ends up being like the Shining Stars are on Team Raw and Jack Swagger's on Team Smack, just because you've used them all in other I don't really have stuff. a problem with this. Well, they're on the If it's Raw versus SmackDown, it's like, oh, for yeah, this, 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 this is the best yeah, team exactly. we could come up with. I hear it's a little bit silly. You are right about that. It's a little bit silly, the notion that you're trying to sell it. It's not like they're not on the roster, though. I understand that, but if you're... Like, you know, what you're, if, if you're trying to oversell Let's the be honest line. for a second here. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, let's say it breaks down like you're saying it's going to. I would love to see Dean on a Survivor Series pay-per-view as representing Team SmackDown. I just don't believe that would happen. I, oh, oh, Dean, Dean, Matati. Matati. Okay, yeah. I thought you said yeah, Dean. Dean yeah. Mojo right. Rawls. Yeah. Mojo, cool. Yeah. No, it'd be great for him. Obviously, yeah, exactly. there's no doubt about that. It'd be a great moment. I'm, dude. I'm not. I'm not beating it up, but I think what Aaron's point is is like you're trying to sell this notion of it's for who's, supremacy. Yeah, who's, who's the better the brand? So then, we're going to pull our right, guys the last off the guys bench off here. the bench that are going to come compete for the team. It's sort of like saying, hey, we're going to put together a, a dream team, but we're going to have Harrison Barnes on it. You know what I mean? Like. That's what you're going to do. Harrison Barnes they has did, more rings than Charles Barkley, that's unfortunately. That's a fact. He does. <laughs> so does Adam Morrison and, for that. And he has as many gold medals as Charles Barkley. Uh, so unfortunately. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I don't know exactly what to say. Um, yeah, I guess you can keep going. But again, I think you have still more work to do to truly get Seth Rollins oh, over as the top yeah. face. And, and, and what, like I said last week, how, you know, in the, while he's been wrestling as a face, he hasn't yes. really been cutting promos as a face and doing segments as a face. Just turn up the face. Well, and turning and having him turn on Mick Foley doesn't really help because Mick Foley's still a face. Yes. Like, I mean, that's it's one thing to have him turn on the authority, but you've you ready to hear something that's going to sound crazy? What? You do realize Roman's been way more over as a face in the last month and a half. Yeah. Than Seth has. I agree. I don't disagree. And that's insane to me. Well, but a lot of that has to do with how strong Rusev is. Rusev is a very strong heel, and he's worked the very strong heel. Now, if you want to argue that Kevin Owens is a strong heel too, you're right. But there's still a lot of little bit of a difference. People that just love um, cheer, correct? Guys, Kevin Owens, and that makes it tough. Yes, correct. That's a fact. Good guys because they like the bad guys. Yes, all of those things are accurate. Those are things that happen. Right, it's the thing that happens. Yeah, I don't. Yet, yet it didn't happen okay. before yeah. that. It, it's kind of okay, weird, cool. you know. I'm just pointing out that it happens. You know? But, but, but it does happen with keep, the new day. I don't understand. Why do you keep? You're just saying. This I'm just was a thing on Twitter. Like, right, well, just, fair enough. It, for like 24 hours, it's like every time someone comes. Yeah. That is the way that it goes. Yes. You're right um, about that. Yeah. So I, I think you have more work to do there, and I, I don't. I think it's fine. I think yeah. right now the product is very good. You just have more work to do in order to fully get them over. And I think what what I'm concerned about is that they don't want to fully pull the trigger on that until they're ready to inject Triple H into the picture. And you know, I, I did like how I, I don't know why they didn't show it on the pay per view, right? Like no, the, my the favorite, whole the whole Triple no. H. My thing. favorite that thing really that's going to come from this is the fact that uh, Triple H is basically going to do the same thing to Seth Rollins when he gets back that he did to Roman, and mm-hmm. people are going to cheer Seth Rollins. And pretend that it's not the same exact thing that he did to Roman, and they're going to say, "Oh, well, this is how you should have booked Roman," and that's exactly how it's going to work out. 
and it's going to be so fantastic for me to rub it in people's face. That's <laughs> all it really comes down to. Yeah, it really it? does everything it's about really it. really all it's, that matters to AJ is whether or not he can uh, tell everybody that they're dicks. That's yeah. really the only thing he's Well, and dicks about. when it comes to Roman. But, correct. That's a, va- that's a valid point. All right. Hello. Hi. Oh. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Very good. Oh, right. Our food's here. Um, yeah, our food's here. How about that? They normally call. That is a weird thing. Uh, let's touch on uh, some of the rest of the uh, the fallout from the pay-per-view and from Raw. Um, and speaking of Roman, he ends up becoming the United States champion. We were surprised because we didn't pick it, but, you know. It, I wouldn't say I was surprised. I just I, didn't think he would win this one. Yes, I, thought he would, I agree. I thought the feud would continue and he'd win at a later date. I don't think they needed – I didn't know that they needed him to win in order to continue the feud. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? that's what I was basically getting at. Yeah, so I'm – I thought it was fine. You know what I mean? I thought the match was good. I I, I like establishes Roman in the mid card, and he's still gonna get booed. But he's not really. What? I mean, no, that's true. It came back on Monday night. You're right. On Monday <laughs> night, it came back. I take it back. On Monday night, what? it did. I didn't notice it the last couple of weeks. No, it, right. yeah, it, it had dissipated. Yeah, but then all of a sudden, people are going to boo him just because they've decided to boo him. These are the decisions that right. I've no, made. You're right. In my mind. You're right. I'm just I'm pointing out more that it had not been the same in the re- yeah. last couple of weeks. I mean, but you're right. Oh, you do great matches. Boo. Yeah. Oh, you're in the mid card. Boo. I made a mistake of bringing up Roman Reigns. Yeah, I know. With, with Hell in a Cell coming up, it makes sense. You could give the belt right back to uh, Rusev at Hell in a Cell if you wanted to. And the Hell in a Cell, you know, we've always complained. The Hell in a Cell matches don't make sense. They're doing, you know, two-week feuds and throwing them in the cell. They've got pretty clear matches here that deserve to be in the Hell in a Cell. And, yeah. and they emphasize that on Monday with the double count out. So, you know, next week, oh, you can't contain these guys. What do we need? Uh, hell in a Cell. Yeah. That's I'm, what they're going to do. It's booking one-on-one. <laughs> And by the way, is it a bad idea? No. Yeah, I think right? Rusev, Roman, Hell to Cell could be one of the best ones we've seen. Because that's two styles that we've never really seen clash right. in, a in a Hell in a Cell before. Right, yeah. Two big guys, two hosses throwing each other around in that situation. Very physical, very violent. Yeah, I mean, that, that can work very well. I'm, I, look, I, again, I think it's a good idea. I'm not opposed to it whatsoever. These two have done great work with, with each other. Um, I think this makes a lot of sense to continue this feud right now through Hell in a Cell. Now, yeah. ultimately... Is this? Do you think what you're doing is is having Roman do this and then come out of this feud ready to be injected back in as the top and, baby and face I, in the company? I, I think what you could see here is, let's say Rusev wins at Hell in a Cell. Now you would think, oh, he needs the rematch, but then he gets recruited into the whole Rollins thing if there's a Survivor Series match there, since Survivor Series is there. So it's almost a natural transition out of it. Is yeah. that you say, okay? Yeah, maybe the U.S. title support, but he has these, this bigger thing to do right now. So you transition out of him. You don't put him right into the title picture. You put him in kind of with Seth there, and it's just a very nice bridge out of the U.S. title picture back towards the main event, but not quite from the U.S. directly into it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can absolutely see that. You get him towards the Royal Rumble at that point and, and go from there. Um, what else from... How about those cruiserweights, man? Yeah, they've been incredible. But, I mean, are you surprised by that? <laughs> no. Like, we watched all summer. We I was so incredible. happy when they uh, introduced Lince Dorado. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I didn't expect... Like, the way they introduced the cruiserweights last week, I expected, like, we would probably get the other guys, like Drew Gulak, like mm. Lince Dorado. We got Tony Nese. Like, yeah, Tony, Tony Nese. I expected we'd get those guys in, like, a month. You add a new guy every month. We, no, they're like, look, these are all the guys we got. We're going to throw matches together. It's not always going to build towards a storyline. Sometimes it's going to be a Do dope match. Do you think there's, there's any problems with that, though? Because no. on Monday, right they now. weren't getting – and I agree with you, actually. But there's a lot of people who are saying – Are idiots? Yeah, yes, of course. But, you know, those matches, they weren't getting big reactions because, quite frankly, we don't know these guys yet. And they we're just kind of throwing them a lot of people at once into yeah, matches. It's a lot of people so introduced. But here's yes. the thing, though. This is why it works for them. 
it, it might not work for everybody, but right. it does work for the cruiserweights because more than the character, like um, New Day's in the ring is fantastic, mm-hmm. but their character is what got them right. Over. Right, you're saying for the cruiserweights, for the cruiserweights, the in the, the ring, wrestling. what yeah. they do. I had no idea who Lince Dorado yep. or Grand Metalik or T.J. Perkins. Or Drew Gulak right. or any of these guys ever were. I'd never seen them wrestle before. I saw them wrestle one match, yep. and I said, oh, my God, these guys are amazing. Yep. And the, from that day forward, I was a fan. That's how you got to book that. I think you can book the cruiserweights like that because of what they can do in the ring. Yeah, I think I think that in the next few weeks, you do have to start giving yes, them more direction. But people forget, you know, we all rave about the WCW cruiserweights. That's kind of the gold standard. But it started as just like this. We got, you know... We got guys from Mexico coming up. We're putting them in matches. I do think the one thing they could do that I wish that they would do a little bit more, when WCW did that, they brought Mike Tenay in for every cruiserweight match. He, you know, he knew the, the Mexican wrestlers, right. he knew the worldwide stuff, and he was able to say, this is why this guy is important. Here's his background. You know, he made it really feel like a big See, deal. See, really, the pro- that's one thing that I think they should have thought of in advance. Mm-hmm. When they were doing the Cruiserweight Classic, because Morrow or Daniel right, Bryan yeah, would have been right. fantastic in that role. Smackdown. Now, Corey has to take over that role. He's kind of doing it, but he's not doing it at the level he, he should be. He doesn't, he doesn't have quite that background yeah. that the other guys have. And that's the thing. If you could really, that's what they should be doing. If you're not going to build the character before it, you need a guy on commentary being like, this guy is important. Here is why. Yeah. And that's what I would do. It's tough at this point, obviously, for obvious reasons. They still have Joey Styles around. Joey Styles would have been perfect. Yeah, actually, for he would have been perfect for that. I agree. But, uh, but um, I, I don't think it's something these guys can't can't do. I really don't feel that way. And the other thing too is, I do think that you need, as much as I agree with what you're saying about the cruiserweights, I do think you need to let these guys make it about their characters, make it about their personality, because I don't think they're only going to wrestle alone in the cruiserweight division forever. I don't think you bring as many of these guys. I think they're going to, at least for a while now, they're going to try to I don't doubt that's true. I don't doubt that's true. I don't see any of these cruiserweights having matches against non-cruiserweights before 2017. Uh, I don't. Ha- I don't okay. see him having yeah. that one. I, I can hear that, except for the fact that, like, if it just naturally allows that two of them say, "By the way, you don't have a lot of depth right now in the tag team division." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the, in the tag team. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's the type of thing that I think would make sense. Like Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander. I think right now, if they made them a tag team, they'd be over really well. Oh God. And it would Let's be great. Let's make the black guys a tag well, team. Remember, well, I, okay, remember Cedric. Black- they made them a tag team well, on Monday night. I know. I know. I'm not saying you. Remember when we had Cedric on and he complained about you know you just. That's a good point. But they were great together. They, I think they would make a lot of sense moving forward. Yes, I get it. They're both black, and I apologize. I'm not trying to do that, but they work together on Monday night, and so I'm just responding to that. You, you want them um, to team with the New I Day, think, too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Personally, I think that the smarter move would be to put Grand Metallic and Lindsay Dorado oh, on the Oh, okay, yeah, sure. I, I, oh, they're both Spanish. Uh, no. <laughs> not all Hispanic people are from the same country. <laughs> God. Right. I was going to go with uh, Jack Gallagher and uh, William Regal myself. What are they going to call him? Mexerico? Mexerico. <laughs> <laughs> um, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> no, Lindsay Dorado has to be with the Shining Stars. Come on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really I good can't, point. I can't lie to you. If Lince Dorado joined the Shining Stars, the Shining Stars would become my second favorite faction. What really other good, faction right? are there, though? I mean, the New Day. The, the New Day actually right, right, is right. a faction. I, no, but I'm point. saying second. That's obviously number yeah. one. What's number? What's it replacing at number two? And I guess there aren't really any other factions <laughs> right now. Well, all right. Shut up, Aaron. Shut up. Sure. Um, so that's the only thing I'll say. I think that they need to do a little bit work on on personality because I think these guys look obviously clearly they're trying to play it up with Rich Juan, right? 
Like they're not hiding from Rich Swan's right. personality. He's not only about the wrestling. So I think that's the type of thing that needs you, to You know continue. what I do love though? Um, that they're willing to go back and use these guys because Drew Gulak, not under contract right now in any way. He was actually from from all reports, they didn't want him as a wrestler. They actually wanted him to go down to the performance center and be a coach down there. Uh, he didn't really want to do that right now. But so they're like, okay, what we're going to do is we're probably going to use you as enhancement talent more often than not. We'll bring you in once or twice a month. You can go do your you know your thing with Shakara with the Wrestle Factory, but we're going to bring you. I think that's great. I think that's a great way to use him. I'd, yeah. love, I'd love him to be a regular wrestler, but if they don't view him as a regular wrestler, I think this is the best case scenario. And that's best for me because if I ever become a wrestler, I'm stealing all his moves. <laughs> <laughs> that dragon sleeper, yeah. mine. The clothesline so, from so the second what you're rope, saying, mine. I, I, I should uh, email the Wrestle Factory right now and say you're going to be up there in a couple weeks. Yeah. Right. So do you want another Brian Kendrick? TJ yeah. Perkins title match. Yeah, I, I don't would be good. For I don't mind it, yeah. but I don't, I don't know that I do. Is the thing. I don't mind it. I just don't but think right now you have literally any other heel. It's true. You haven't really made any of these guys. <laughs> yeah. So That's like you point. need you need the time to. I guess Tony needs sort of wrestled the... as a heel a little bit, but but, you just but nobody said, knows yeah. who Tony needs. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. No. Okay. I'll I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll buy that. It buys you a little bit more time. And again, that's why it's important to play yeah. up these guys' characters, as I was talking and, about. Uh, the TJ uh, you know you know what I really you know what I think is going to end up happening. Is that they're going to work with this Cedric Alexander, uh, uh, Rich Swan thing, and one of them is going to turn on the other, and that's oh, going to that be, creates a, and a that's heel. Yeah, that's a good point. Probably Cedric. I would yeah. assume yeah. it'd be Cedric. That would make a lot of sense. Actually, yep. that would be really good. That yep. would be really yeah. good. I'm all for that. All right. Um, yeah, though uh, Charlotte again, not surprised. I, I does like on Monday night when she was out doing her thing. I felt like that moment deserved something a little bit bigger than just. And I'm not trying to knock on Sasha because you know I love Sasha. But the way that she was cutting a promo, it felt like Paige's music should have hit instead. It felt like there should have been something a little bit bigger than we need to do the thing that we've been doing for the last few months, right? And maybe like, that maybe that happens. Because don't forget, well, and the reason that Paige didn't come out was because they punted Raw. Like it was it was a bunch of exhibition matches, storylines. Oh, because they were up against the debate. Right. They, they, they very right. much punted it. And I thought, and I'm not yeah, saying that in point. a bad way. Yeah. I'm saying that's a good thing. That's what they should have done. Then so I wish she would have saved that promo. I mean, she came out and cut the promo that was deserving of big moment in response. And to take nothing away from Sasha, who is still owed a you know, one-on-one right. championship match and – Perhaps that's what they're going to do. They're going to have her beat Sasha next week, so Tasha doesn't have the one-on-one championship match anymore. And then you have Paige music hit after that, and Paige is back. And that will still be a big moment. They're clearly planning for this L.A. thing to be a big night. They want L.A. to be a big uh, Raw, obviously, next week. But it just felt like that promo was deserving of something that was a big statement. Sasha could very well win next week. Uh, You think? Yeah. It could. I don't know what I could see happening. What, what if we see the first ever women's Hell in a Cell match? Oh, I, I think it would be very logical yeah, to see women's Yeah, and, and Hell in a Cell I, I, I think that if, if I'm betting here, we get some sort of shenanigans leading to that. That would be dope. But we still have another pay-per-view to get through first. No. Not for all. Not oh, for that's all. a good point, right. Hell in a Cell is the that's next right. one. That is the next one. All right. I mean, but what is it? What's the match? Sasha, Charlotte. Dana gets involved or whatever, and they're yeah, like, look, we got to... You know, we got to end this, figure out once and for all. We've been doing this dance for six so months So what are you now. doing with Paige? Anything? You just leaving her? You realize, so. I mean, she's not back yet, for yeah. one. Well, but she's she's back, right? Like, her suspension is officially over, it's, isn't it's, it? It's yeah, over, but I just don't, I don't, I don't see her coming yeah. back. I, she could be she could be involved with Bailey. Yeah, I mean, I have, no, I have no problem with her being involved with I just with don't Bailey. see her coming back and being injected right into the championship. Especially coming, coming off, off the suspension. suspension. Oh, I hear you, but it's still Paige that we're talking about. Yeah, Paige isn't more over than any of the other. I'm three. not saying she's more over, but she's over. 
just because of the backstage scenarios where supposedly she might have already retained a lawyer like there's a lot of questions about Paige right now well, okay then then used. if that's the if that's the case I think Paige then, comes back and they try to make her a heel and she loses to Bailey that's what well, I think that, I'd be fine with that yeah. I have no problem with that if that's the direction that you want to go I just again this is only about my reaction to Charlotte's promo on Monday night which just felt like this this well, was it, a moment deserving of something bigger right then Someone and I get it. Technically, she didn't pin Sasha on right. Sunday night, but she did win a match right. against Sasha. That it should have been something more than just the person that just you beat came back out to challenge you again. Right. You know what I mean? Like that you've beaten the last two times you've been in a match with them comes out to challenge you again. I thought it was deserving of more than that. That's all I'm saying. Anything else from uh, Raw the pay per view? No. I think we covered everything. Pretty much. Very good. All right. When we come back in, we'll take a look at what happened at uh, on SmackDown. Still to come, all the normal things that we do. I think we're going to do a, a, a quick count this week. We're going to do a top five. They're all on the way. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. And he's... The main event. AJ Francis. This is Jotting Out. Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash GameDay. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash GameDay. PressBox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and Geico. Hi, I'm Marietta English president of the Baltimore Teachers Union. I would like to welcome all teachers, paraprofessionals, and school-related personnel back to school. We want to welcome all the new educators to the Baltimore City Public School System. This promises to be an exciting but challenging new year. We will have a new CEO who will bring new ideas, goals, and expectations for staff, students, and the community. We look forward to working with her. Following the general election, we will have a new president and mayor. We are excited about this election. Please be sure that you are registered to vote. But not only register, be sure to vote. You can register online or you can visit us at 4701 Mount Hope Drive, Suite A, our temporary location. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. I wish everyone a successful school year. Thank you. An old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stan the Fan with the bat around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, will look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday, 10 to 12. Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone. Real baseball talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash StanTheFan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. Kenny, Johnny, Nick, Nicky, Mikey, and we are the Spirit Squad. It's true, a career that began that way could come to an end in just two weeks. See how I tied all that in? There you we see go. how I made that happen like a broadcaster? AJ's really pissed that we're playing this music right <laughs> yeah. now. What? It's such no disrespect sense. of Dolph Ziggler. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. There's nothing disrespectful about bringing up the greatest part of his career. Oh, <laughs> that's just wrong. The disrespect of Dolph right, Ziggler. Now it's disrespectful. <laughs> that's it. 
now it became disrespectful. All right, back in here. Segment number two, it is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and the main event. A.J. Francis, NFL free agent. Um, we do have news. We didn't know the first segment, but we now know for sure. Joining us a little bit later on in the program is the bad guy, Scott Hall. Yeah, hopefully you can stick around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you went right there, didn't you? Yeah. You went right there. Yeah. I wish you would have made like a more Scott Hall reference joke, though. Like, I mean, Scott Hall to me, um, he's one of my favorite. I, that's not a joke. Time. Yeah, I know. I was hoping for you to like say something like, Too "Hey, sweet. hey, yo, hey, I yo. gotta go." Yeah. Hey, yo. All right, we'll pull the curtain back. We already recorded the interview with Scott Hall, and we didn't know, but he only had a few minutes. So we were like, "Oh man, we're gonna talk to Scott Hall for a while," and then he's like, "Guys, I gotta go." I'm like, "Oh." Okay. I'm still a cool dope. Yeah, yeah. It is, I'm looking for, you're going to hear it. Yeah, we, it'll be fun. We talked about a couple of things. He's got a, a, a great story, a tremendous story that you're going to hear yeah. about uh, his most uh, legendary match. Um, and he's coming to MCW this weekend. So we'll talk to uh, Scott Hall in segment number three of this week's show. In the meantime, let's get to SmackDown and what happened this week. And obviously the biggest story that came out of SmackDown, well, there was a championship match. I guess that's kind of a big deal. But, but the, the way they said it was perfect. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. AJ Styles was a heel. Dean Ambrose was a face. John Cena was the face that runs the place. And he cost Dean Ambrose. Yep. Dean Ambrose will, I think, be a heel soon. They're definitely teasing it. They've been te- it seems like they've been teasing okay. it for a little All right, bit. so let's start that. Or, or, I was thought we were going to start with Rob Ziggler. So, but let's start yeah. with this, though, because we're already there. Do you think it's a double turn, or do you think this is just no, no, no. they're selling all they're going to sell I'll go all in on Cena as top face, have him work with Ambrose he coming out is of this, the top face. and then slide Orton the title picture to be the yes. face to work yes. with AJ Styles. Yes. That's what I think is going to happen. I mean, I'm good with all of that. Although it smells like in the process that involves Bray Wyatt taking another loss. But is Bray Wyatt <laughs> in the match? Is it a pay-per-view match? Yeah, then he loses, then right? He as loses we figured it out before. It's just, it's just the way that it goes. I know that we have to accept it, but it's still kind of a difficult thing to just keep signing up for Bray's gonna lose. That's just the way it is. But if you watch WWE, that's what you're signing no, up I for. I understand. It's, that's, it's, part, it's part of the fine print when you sign up for the network. That's the way it goes. But, um, but yeah, I, look, I, I, all of that is totally logical to me. It involves AJ not having to drop the title, which he shouldn't be dropping the title. I mean, he's, he's great. Um, it gives John Cena something to do for a little while and probably helps Dean Ambrose, who, as we said, just where we thought he might be headed this summer, he just wasn't. I think he's there right now. Like, he was I, hot I last mm-hmm. yesterday. His pop was the biggest pop of the night on SmackDown, bar none. That's probably true. Yeah, you're probably right about that. I don't know who the competition is for biggest pop of the night on SmackDown, you know what I mean? In, like, in Cleveland? And he did though. get a good pop. He, he did. Get a really he good did. Pop. But even still, Dog yeah. Dean Ambrose was bigger. Yeah, you're probably right about that. You're probably right about that. Look, I like I like Dean. You know what I mean? I'm all for yeah. it. I think that a heel turn could serve him well. Um, right now, John Cena is getting pretty consistent pops. Like it's it has not been mixed of the, the last couple the of weeks. The kind of on and off thing has really worked for him. I it's it's yeah. he feels non-threatening. We've talked yeah. about this all the time. Yep. It's. We like John Cena. Everybody likes John Cena. That's not true. Okay, you're right. I, we like the, the perform- idiots out there. We like the performer Thank John. You for finishing my sentence. We like the yeah. performer John Cena. It's the character John Cena that's driven people nuts because he just always constantly wins everything, right? And gets thrown back in no matter what. And this, when he comes off non-threatening, when he comes off as a guy that's coming back and you know he's here for a minute, could be gone tomorrow. It's not as threatening, and I think it allows you to appreciate John Cena. I think it's also a reminder that like you're not going to have the guy around 
that much longer. Remember, Triple H was one of the great heels of all time. When you after the the injury, when you got the sense that you might not have Triple H the full time uh, uh, performer around a, a lot right. m- longer, people were more inclined to cheer for Triple H yeah. at that point to show appreciation for what he's done. And I do think that's part of the story with John Cena right now is I think people are accepting, look, this guy is not going to be around as much as he says, this is I'm here and this is where I'm going to be. I think you're seeing the writing on the wall. Yeah, you'll be here, but you'll be here every now and then. You're not going to be here week in, week out. Three-month run, two-month off, yeah. et cetera. And I think that there's a level of appreciation that people have for John Cena now at this point of his career. Now, could that could all go away because they give the, him the – The moment he wins the title, yes. yes absolutely, uh, yes. it could all go away. But for now, it's working. So I'm good with all of that. Um, I thought the match, you're right. I thought they handled it correctly. I think they did everything right with the championship match. It gave a big feel to SmackDown that there was a title match, despite the fact that you kind of knew it, it didn't really matter. Right, like yeah. both the guys were in the main event of the next pay per view right. anyway. And the match was really good. It all worked. Yeah. It all everything clicked. But I thought the Miz Ziggler thing clicked even more. It did. Yeah. I thought that I, was Ziggler. That was really the, uh, like he was actually about to cry in the middle it, of the ring. It was, it was it was well sold all around. That that was Ziggler's best mic work I can remember in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree. It was just, it was really, but it was great on everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was. And to be honest. I really don't know where they're going with this. It's, it's very possible. Let's, because let's be, I could easily see a situation where what they're saying on camera is exactly how he really feels. Well, we've, and he doesn't want to wrestle anymore. He wants to become well, an actor and do comedy. Yeah, right. And, and we've, we've talked about this pretty much every six months or so. A report pops up that, oh, he has comedy coming up. Oh, he, you know, he's getting into politics a little bit more. I remember last year, I think it was about this time, he signed a one-year deal. There was a question and, then about and it. And as a worker, you could always see him being the type of guy that, like, if he needs money, he can take a booking somewhere, and he'd be willing to go show right. up at a bingo hall. And you know, like, I, and, yeah. and I do think his contract is running. I do think that is a fact. Whether or not they're going to renew it, like this is around right. the time when his contract is running out. So there is a very real chance that this is a legit retirement angle. Uh, of course there is, and that's what makes it work. I mean, yep. it, it makes it work because you know, as AJ pointed out, you really don't know what's going to happen to that pay-per-view because the wrestling trope says Dolph well, Ziggler wins. Win. Right. But at the same time, it could very well be, and what we're talking about them trying to elevate the Miz and great for his character. How great would it be if he retired Dolph Ziggler? It would be tremendous for him as a heel character, especially if he does it in a, a, a shitty way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it would be excellent for the Miz's character. And Think for about his this for a elevation. second. Ready? You have the Miz lose to Dolph Ziggler. He tries to get his belt back, but doesn't eventually get it back. Dolph Ziggler ends up working with someone else. In that same time frame, you have Randy Orton take the world uh, the world championship off of AJ Styles. Now you have a situation where you can build to Randy Orton, Miz, at Mania, for the world title. And if you remember correctly, who did Miz take the WWE championship from? That would be one Randy Orton. That was How about Randy that? Orton. How about that? Yep. About that, look, bro. I mean, right. I'm all in. I'm all in. I like it. I just, I can't get enough of Ms. Ziggler right now. This is, yeah, this yeah, is the I thing. Agree. In the way that I talked about Owen Zane as being what keeps you tuning in week in and week out, right now Ms. Ziggler keeps yep. me tuning in. These guys yeah. working together, being guys. Look, I think the fact they're both from Cleveland is great. And they're I, both their, their actual real friends. Yeah, you yeah. can tell that they, they connect. They have all, you know. It, it's all of it is tremendous. Yep. This has been excellent television between these two guys, and I can't get enough of it. And this was the best. This was the best this past Tuesday night. Yeah. Their interaction in the ring was excellent and pointing the out Miz, the fairies. The and, yeah. Miz coming back into the ring 
when Ziggler says, I put my career on the line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where he looked like, he's like, wait, what did you say? Okay. That whole facial expression, like the way he sold that whole bit, it's clear he's a real actor and that he's yes. actually good yes. at selling emotions because it looked like he had never heard this before. Yeah. Like he didn't see the script in the back. And he came back to the ring and was like, so you're saying I'm going to be the one that gets to retire and, you? And that's the perfect thing because it's perfect for his character, absolutely. too. Absolutely. Like the, the I don't want to put the title on like, absolutely perfect, but the idea that I can be the guy right. to retire Dolph Ziggler and that's going to, you know, make me greedy enough to put this title on the line, that's the thing that's going to do it. Perfect for his absolutely. character. It's a, Everything it's a 10. It's, all of it is a 10. It's just tremendous. You can't ask for anything more from these guys. And I say and that. This is how I think it ends. Yes. I think. Miz and Maurice do something cheap. Right. And I think Daniel Bryan comes out the back and restarts the match. And Ziggler wins. And that's how I think it is. Because you've already built in the, the Daniel whole Bryan Daniel Bryan, Bryan angle. Mm-hmm. They make a lot of sense. It would make an awful yep. lot of sense for it to work out that way. Again, it's just... It just depends if it's, you know, really, right. if he really wants to there's work a, There's a contract and, thing, and, right? And that could be one of the things that I love about this is for, for Ziggler, I think him... Cause I don't think this would be the end of Dolph Ziggler in WWE for the rest of his life. Yeah. I think him going away for a year or two yeah, could, could, could be very good for him. Yeah, I think it could serve him well to get people to appreciate exactly yeah. how good he has been. Guys, like, there's this one asshole. I listened to this one podcast. I didn't think he deserved to be in the main event. Right. What a Summer piece Slam. of shit. That right. guy must that be. That guy fucking sucks. But, man, if he comes back worst. two years from now, gets put right into the title, that's perfect, right? <laughs> uh, all right, the rest is SmackDown. I, look, as much as I'm praising this, I got to tell you, I am just not in on the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt stuff right now. I kind of like this. Did you? I, I just... like the whole – it was it – was... We always talk about trying to do something new right, that's with Bray Wyatt's character, I, right. and they they did a very good job of that. Because the reason I say that is because when you look at, you think the whole time, okay, Randy Orton's going through this maze, and the way they did the camera angles and all the darkness, that was cool. But then at the end, you think Randy Orton got the best of him. Then he puts the mask on, right. and all the camera, and everything starts going crazy. And you're like, then it cuts to Bray Wyatt sitting in the chair, and you're like. Wow, are they saying that Randy Randy Orton really got trapped in Bray Wyatt's mind like Bray Wyatt was saying in the promo? Like, that's a a different concept that we've never taken. I I hear that. I don't know what it is. I think maybe it was too much of it. It just, as it progressed during the night, it wasn't clicking with me. I don't think it's because it was a bad idea. I liked it a lot. I I think it depends what they do with it next week. I think I'm, I'm kind of right now right on the fence about it. If they... You know, let, let's face it, a lot of times with Bray Wyatt, things like he'll do something and they'll just never reference it again. And if that's the case, I think I'm going to have a less than fond memory, you know, kind of recollection of it. If they build on it next week, though, then, you know, we'll see what it's like. Yeah, okay. I think, but here's the the thing is that with every other instance where you're right or they punted on whatever Bray Wyatt did the week before, you can't really do that with how this ended because – it ended in such a weird way where you think Randy Orton got the best of them, and you're like, wait, what the hell? What, what the, was that? What yeah. the hell's yeah, going no, no, on? No, I agree with that. You that have part, to acknowledge right. that the next week. No, you're right. You're right about that. And, I, I, again, I'm not saying it was bad. That, I hope that's not what it came off as me saying. It wasn't clicking with me. Now, that could be that I've got Bray Wyatt fatigue in general, that it just it feels like they're continuing to try to do the same thing, and it kind of doesn't make any sense because – this always ends the same way. He never wins anything. Like, why does anybody care about Bray Wyatt right now? That being said, I, I'm not opposed to them taking chances, trying different things. I like that part of the program. We, we sit and watch Broken Matt Hardy bits, you know what I mean? Like, I'm in on trying different things. It didn't, this one didn't click with me. But 
but go for but it. The, per, you know the first I mean? broken mat thing didn't click either. That's a fact. Care. Yeah, that's a fact. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, we, we, we made fun right. of it. Yeah, absolutely. And then we realized what was going on. And, and we're like, wow, I'm okay. kind of in on this guy. Absolutely. Right. So I'm, I'm for it. By the way, if this is building the Bray Wyatt broken mat. Big old tent in my pants. Big old tent. Can't, I don't have enough jizz. I really don't. Oh, like, here it is. Hold I on. Have, what was the timing? You, all right. All right. You uh, know how much I've jizzed over that picture of John Cena and Kurt Angle? Yeah. It would be more for Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. If, if we get Bray Broken Wyatt. Broken Matt Hardy. If we get Bray Wyatt Matt Hardy. And by the way, there's a I lot of rumblings. Here, here's what I'm saying. I'm all, I like the whole Broken Matt Hardy thing. I just think I don't give a shit about Broken Matt Hardy if he's not coming with Brother Nero. That's fine. I, would, I okay. would think if they do a they run, they're going to bring them both. But do you there think? was a great picture at an indie show. Know. I think they will. It, it was bro- Jeff Hardy has a little bit of a I know. I know. Well, let's let's be honest. They might be on WWE television next week. Yeah, that's a fact, too. That is an, and we'll get to that in yeah, segment three. Yeah, that's a fact, too. But there is a non-zero chance that they show up very, very soon. Yeah, I mean, that's a reality of what's going on with them right now. And again, I think that WWE... We've talked about this sort of ad nauseum, you know what I mean, like right. this whole concept. I think they recognize it. I think they're seeing it. Yep. And I think that it would be dumb for them to not try to take advantage of it, knowing that they were probably always going to try to give the Hardys one more run. They, if right. you bring the Dudley boys back, yeah, you, correct. you got to yeah, bring yeah, the Hardy boys correct. back. Right. And the fact that these guys are far more relevant right now and doing far better work and the whole thing. You can still have them. You could ha- do the broken mat thing and for Jeff a while. Jeff could be a spot monkey till he's 50. <laughs> That's a fact. He probably would if you gave him the opportunity <laughs> to. Um, and then you have it all build up to the Hall of Fame, right? The way yep. that clearly they're going to put the Dudleys in the Hall of Fame this year. You know what I mean? It all just yep. makes too much sense, even if they don't end up getting bought you know, next week, as Aaron has alluded to. Um, the tag title picture, they get new music and a new intro for the Usos. I, I said last week, I love that they're completely, Probably. like, they're, they're taking away I love everything. Their new, that I love their new look. They look like, if you've ever been, they're from Panama Beach, right? Uh, that uh, sounds right. No, they're from Pensacola. Okay. If you've ever... from uh, California. Where, oh, no, no that's, okay. yeah, that's no. where they live, yeah. If you, if you ever have been to North Florida... Mm-hmm. This is what gangbangers look like in North Florida. Okay. Right. <laughs> and they're doing the allusion to that on purpose. Oh, yeah. Um, and it works. It works. And and the thing is, they're able to do it without them looking like cliche, oh, we're not white. So right. we're bad guys. We right. have to be gangbangers. And, and that's that's the one thing I'm a little concerned that they might be – that they when I first saw the picture, I was like, oh, that might not be the best move. But the only the, – the difference is that it's organic. It's. I feel as if this is them doing it, and I don't feel as if like when you had crime time, where you had the Vince is like, this is a great idea. This is how we should do this. You know what I'm saying? I feel as if this is them organically saying, okay, we want to get away from everything that we did before. We don't want to wear the fluorescent colors right. with the face paints and all. Of We're gonna go in a different vibe, and it changes. It changes how they come off as characters. It changes how the fans perceive them, and it makes their, their heel tactics look that much better. I mean, I, I'm just all in on Russo. If they don't win the titles at the pay-per-view, I'm going to be pissed. Well, I think they have to win the titles at the pay-per-view. I, I, don't think you, I don't think that WWE would see that they have to. Okay, fine. I can see that if you wanted to continue the feud, you could find a way to do it. I guess. But what's the point of continuing? The feud is the Usos so and American, American Alpha. Alpha. That's right. the feud. There's no feud between the Usos. and It's and, just a match. And, and the other thing is the there's well, like... Okay, but that's just because they're bad guys right now. The feud started with American there, Alpha. There's, what, that's true. Se- seven or eight weeks between... Uh, 
Oh, with the No Mercy. No Mercy and Survivor and, Series. Right. So that that's the one thing that kind of raised a little bit of a question. Well, it could today. buy them some time to give a rematch to right. Heath and and that's what you do. You do it Rhino. three weeks later, then right. you need five weeks of build. And then you're ready for yep. the Usos and American Alpha at Survivor Series, which makes – you have to get that direction. You have to have the Usos and American Alpha work together for a little while. Yep. And they've all served their purpose, but this makes a lot of sense, and it all works. Yep. Uh, women's title picture – not really anything. I mean, you had the match with Natalia and Carmella. Yeah, and Alexa come out and attack right. Becky on the stage, which yeah. looked good. Yeah, look, it I, worked. I think right now Alexa looks great. I think she. Well, of course, Alexa. Well, looks okay, great. All right, fine, fair <laughs> enough. My apologies. You're absolutely right about that. Is Alexa Bliss in the match? Yeah, yeah, she, she looks, looks great. great. <laughs> well, you know, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Um, anything else from SmackDown that we have to touch on? I never expected her to be that. Like, she's always been a heel, and she's been a good heel. But I never expected her to come off as, like, a heel that people did it like. There's heels like Kevin Owens is a heel. And then there's heels like Rusev is a heel where you don't like that person. Yeah. Like, I literally, there's people that literally do not like Rusev. And not just he's a bad guy, so I know that I have to like the other guy. Like, I right. literally well, there's, despise there's, him. There's FCC complaints about Rusev. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, like, when you have guys like. When you have Alexa Bliss, I always assumed Alexa Bliss as a heel would be kind of like Carmella is as a heel, and Natalia is as a heel, where you don't really despise her. Yeah. But she's doing a good job of making people like, man, I hate this girl. Right. Yep. <laughs> they've done a great job. They've really done a great job. With it. Plus, she's great, too. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's, it's, it and, the, and mark my words, I would not be surprised. I think that the Usos, Usos are known for stealing the show. Every once in a while, they do it a lot. But... I think that there's a big potential for Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss to steal the show. At this paper, I mean, there's going to be a lot of good matches on it. I, I think Ms. Ziggler's going to be great. I think the women's going to be great. How long yeah. has it been since the draft? How long has it been? About two, uh, a little over two months. Yeah, a little bit. Two months out. Who do you? What show do you think is better? SmackDown. I because of the writing. I, mean, I think SmackDown. I, I think the writing agree. on SmackDown is infinitely I, better. I, I agree with all that. The only thing I'll give a nod to is the fact that the cruiserweights really make Raw. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm so in on the cruiserweights that, like, if you told me I, just, I can yeah, only I, watch I'm one being, show if I'm or the being other. Honest, I think that the first SmackDown only pay per view was infinitely better than the first. I would agree with that. Raw. I would yeah. agree with that. I'm just I'm just telling you that the cruiserweights really kind of shift the yeah, pendulum. And, and I, yeah, and I, I definitely, if, if you're just talking about the matches, you got to see Tony Nese on Raw. I mean, bro, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, Gulak's on Raw. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like, and, and that's what, Rich the, Epping Swan couldn't be the greatest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the whole thing. I the, uh, the head writer for NXT is now one of the head writers for SmackDown, and I think it just shows. I think that the writing has been really crisp on SmackDown, and I... You know, sometimes even with the cruiserweights, watching Raw feels like a little bit of a drag. I never feel like uh, I'm really dragging watching SmackDown right well, now. Well, you know what I realized yesterday is that the reason, one of the main reasons, and not just because the writing is better, would I agree that it is, but I think that with SmackDown, the show only being two hours oh, oh, makes it's much a huge better. difference. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah, there's, definitely there's less waste, right? And, and granted... Sometimes you need three hours on a row because you have you want to try to get everything in that you need to get in. Because right. if we didn't have a three-hour row, we definitely don't get that tag team cruiserweight match. Right. Definitely that's a, don't. That's a fact. Or at least it's much shorter. You know what I'm saying? We like, got two cruiserweight division matches yes. on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes. By the and, way. Yep. And I think you might get one of those, and that would even be short if it was a two-hour yes. show. Right. So I, 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 I'm not knocking the fact that Raw is a three-hour show. you got to do what you're to do. But it makes do. SmackDown easier to watch. But it, yes. Yeah, on I Tuesdays, think. I'm much more inclined to sit there and not have to go on my Narcos game app and <laughs> sell product 
<laughs> Is that what you're doing, Seth? Pokemon now? That's your oh, I'm, thing now. I'm still playing Pokemon. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but I'm definitely selling product. You can call me Pablito. All right. Uh, we'll grab a break here. When we come back in, the bad guys going to join us. Uh, and then we'll talk about some of the other things going on. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll not do... I don't know, we'll do the quick count because we've got a couple things we haven't talked oh, yeah. about yet. So we'll do the quick count. Uh, and either we'll do top five or we'll do hot tags. Haven't decided yet. Depends on what we got. Uh, that's coming up. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. And he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is Johnny Out. Hi, I'm Marietta English, president of the Baltimore Teachers Union. I would like to welcome all teachers, paraprofessionals, and school-related personnel back to school. We want to welcome all the new educators to the Baltimore City Public School System. This promises to be an exciting but challenging new year. We will have a new CEO who will bring new ideas, goals, and expectations for staff, students, and the community. We look forward to working with her. Following the general election, we will have a new president and mayor. We are excited about this election. Please be sure that you are registered to vote. But not only register, be sure to vote. You can register online. Or you can visit us at 4701 Mount Hope Drive, Suite A, our temporary location. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. I wish everyone a successful school year. Thank you. Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash GameDay. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash GameDay. PressBox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and Geico. Hi, Ken Zales here, KZ, from the PressBox Fantasy Reality Football Show, which you can hear right here on PressBox Radio every Sunday morning from 10 a.m. till noon. Myself, Sarita, the NFL chick, KO, keeping us on the air. It's called The Football Show. We talk all things football, high school football, college football, NFL football. Of course, we lean a little bit towards the Ravens, but we'll also talk Baltimore sports and all sports in general. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon on the PressBox Fantasy Reality Football The PressBox Fantasy and Reality Football Show, Sunday mornings, 10 to noon, PressBoxOnline.com slash fantasy. Back in here, segment number three, it is Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and... The main event. AJ Francis, dude, are you a little like nervous right now? You're, I mean, Scott Hall. You're not the main event right now. Yeah. Scott Hall's a pretty big deal. But admit, this is like you're a huge fan. Absolutely. Yeah. To me, is... and I've said this on air multiple times, but to me, Scott Hall is the greatest performer that never won the World Heavyweight Championship, and I'm pissed off that I have to say that. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Well, he is coming back to town. You know, he's from the state of Maryland, actually. And he is coming back to town for Autumn Armageddon with MCW. We love them. It's in Hollywood, Maryland. You can go to mcwprowrestling.com to get your tickets for Saturday night. It is a thrill to welcome into the show the bad guy, Scott Hall, now joins us here on Jobbing Out. Scott, thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us today, man. It's really a pleasure to chat with you. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. It's, uh, I love uh, coming to Southern Maryland, particularly now that falls come, you know, get a little break from this Georgia heat. I'm really excited about this weekend. So let me introduce you real quick. Uh, to my left is AJ. He's our resident NFL player. How you doing, Scott? 
Hey, bro, how you doing? I'm good. We actually sat right next to each other at the NXT show um, at Mania. And, oh, I, and I was actually a super big loser taking pictures of you, but <laughs> it was only for a little bit. It's Wait. always some dude. That's what I need. You're wearing a Scott Hall shirt. Yeah, weren't you, you, weren't you wearing yeah, a Scott was, Hall I shirt? Wearing, I was wearing a Scott Hall. It was. Uh, it said, hey, yo, instead of obey. And I had like, <laughs> your picture in black and white. Um, and then we, this, we have, you have great taste in wrestling, <laughs> dude. I don't think that like a lot of people in this area realize that you're from Maryland. How long were you here? Like, were, were, did you grow up in around here? No, I was born there, and then my old man was in the army, so I traveled all around actually the world. I ended up going to high school in Germany, so I was born there. Then I lived there briefly as a teenager. Okay, all right. So it's not. It, there's a little bit of a homecoming when you get to come back this way. Yeah, but I mean, all my family's there, though. My brother's like, my brother's a big time cop in St. Mary's County, so if you get in any trouble down there, he's <laughs> my brother, my brother Steve is like the highest you can go in the police department without being elected sheriff. He's like the main man in the, he's the main man in the county. Well, we need to start going drinking in St. Mary's County's, boy. Sounds like my kind of place. <laughs> Hey Scott, I, let me let me start with this man because everything that you have done in your career does it. So AJ references that there's this whole didn't win the world heavyweight title. Does it does it bug you at all? Like, are you this is the Dan Marino thing, right? No, I mean I I never really never really really focused on it until like being retired all these years and people bring it up. Um, I was all, I think I only had like I bet I had three world title matches my whole career. I was always involved in the big shows and the pay-per-views and normally defending some other title, a tag team title, intercontinental title, U.S. heavyweight title. I always felt like I was used, you know, pretty well in all the pay-per-views. And, and at that time, um, there was more of a team feel to the product. You know, it was like, yeah. you know, everybody's working together to make the main event look great. Um, so I never really focused on individual accomplishments. I felt like as long as the team does well, then, and then I'm doing well. When you, I always wanted to ask you this. When you were in the middle of that match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10, did you know during that ladder match that you guys had caught lightning in a bottle and that there was there was never anything like it before? And to this day, you can name maybe a couple matches that are like that. But to this day, this is 1994, and it's still in 2016 one of the greatest ladder matches, if not the greatest match, ladder match of all time. Did you know at that time, in the middle of the match, how great it was looking? Yeah, it actually, yes. And it felt really cool to be out there with one of my buddies, you know, with Shawn Michaels, and actually look at each other and go, man, can you believe this is working so good, you know? <laughs> now, what I want to say is, and what a lot of people don't know is, with the ladder match, something like that, I mean, once you put it into place, you can't really edit things out or speed things up. We just had to go the way we had it planned. And right following us was Macho Man Randy Savage versus a guy called Crush. Mm-hmm. Now, we come back from the, you know, we know we rocked it. We come back through, we went a little over our lot of time. As you should have. the locker room, and Mach is there, and he goes, first of all, I want to say great match. Second of all, I want to say you're very effing selfish. <laughs> <laughs> so... And in front of all the boys in the locker room, this is Randy Savage, who I have big respect for. It was kind of like, uh, thank you, and you're right. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're right. I'm making history out there. Go do your thing, but sorry we went long. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I can't even. 
dude, I'm going to piss myself, right? Like, Just picturing Randy of yeah. all people saying that. Exactly. Well, you get called on the carpet by Randy Savage in front of everybody. You're like, first of all, I want to say great math. Like, oh, second of all, you're very yapping self. It's like, oops. <laughs> that is not how I, I thought that was going to go. I hope you didn't notice. <laughs> Look, uh, Scott, you had two all-time characters in the wrestling business. You had Razor Ramon, and then the Scott Hall character, the NWO Scott Hall character, is a tremendous groundbreaking character. If you had to be known for just one of those characters, which would you prefer? You know, I get asked that a lot. I think about it a lot. I mean, I didn't want to leave the WWE. You know, I went to Vince. I asked how to improve my situation. We couldn't really agree on anything. You know, I asked for more, a bigger cut of the merchandise, which, of course, is now how everybody gets paid. At that time, he said no. So um, I really liked the Razor character. You know, I, along with Vince, I kind of created it. I ripped off Scarface, and I was enjoying it. But uh, I, I think had I stayed and never left, I think the business wouldn't have blown up like it did. You know, I was talking to Kev about it the other day. Like, he didn't want to leave either. It was just financially why we left. And it turned out to be great for everybody. And now looking back, I mean, there's only so much TV time. There's only, there's only so many title belts. There's only so many big angles. So we kind of had to divide and conquer. I mean, I look at it like the click we divided and conquered wrestling. Yeah. You know, it just, uh, I don't know. I, I try not to spend too much time looking back these days, too. You know, I'm trying to look forward. I mean, everything was what it was. I've yeah. had a great run. And, you know, then I made some really bad decisions that kind of put my life at risk. You know, I was living a really reckless lifestyle. I've kind of corrected that. And I feel like I got Chapter 2 now. And in this Chapter 2, uh, I really like being around the young talent, helping them out. I'm working with a company in the U.K., uh, WAW Wrestling. It's actually Paige from the WWE. It's her oh, family, cool. the okay. Knight family. Yeah. I work with them. We just got, like, regional TV over there in the U.K. You know, when I go to small indie shows and stuff, I love being around the young talent and, and you know, trying to help these guys out because that's how our business works. Guys helps me out. You know, I mean, we got a ball player there. I'm sure when you were coming up, bro, you had people in your ear helping you. And Absolutely. And I just like that brotherhood, the way things work, you know. And and I feel, I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be, and, you know, I couldn't be happier. He is. I'm so excited about coming back to St. Mary's County. I invite you guys to come down and say hi. I'm fixing to run out the door. I'm going down the street to DDP's house. His old lady's my hairstylist. Oh. I'm going to get my hair fried, dyed, and parted on the side so I look sweet this week, and I want to invite everybody to come down to the Hollywood Volunteer Fire Department this Saturday for Maryland Championship Wrestling. Come out and say hello to the bad guy. I don't even have to do the Thanks, plugs. Thanks, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. You got to run? For everything. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. All right, so there you go. That was the that was the joke we were making earlier. Again, enjoyed it a great deal. Really, Scott Hall. It was awesome. We Scott, Scott freaking Hall, Hall right? I want to hear Scott Hall do more uh, Macho Man impressions. That was, that <laughs> yeah, was great. Right? It just didn't. I, you know, you've heard our other interviews, and they last for usually about 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, we minutes, we we, was, sit, yeah. we settle down. We we like to talk to guys. And look, I, you know, not everybody has that much time, and I get it. We just didn't know that ahead of time. So that's right. why we were like, oh, 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 oh. I would have definitely let off with a question about the NWO. Yeah, or something. something you know, yeah. I, I really wanted to hear about him taking that uh, back bump last year at Mania, the the back yeah. body drop, because I thought that was one of the greatest things we've seen in wrestling for a while, just to be able to do that. I, that was my, you know, next time we went around, I was going to ask about that. 
I was going to ask him about getting clean. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like the fact that DDP saved his life. You know, right. the whole thing. Like I had a lot of stuff I wanted to talk to him about. But that's all right. We appreciate the we time got he good, gave. We got a good Macho Man he, story out of him. He gave us some time. That's nice of him. We, he didn't have to do that. He's a WWE so, Hall of Famer. He yeah, doesn't need to correct. yeah come on a little podcast. We we. What are you talking about? Little podcast. Big, great podcast. The greatest the podcast greatest. in all of wrestling. That's, okay, factual. Top five, top five, top five. The, the Glenn and AJ <laughs> show. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. We are, it's, it's, we got Jim something. was on to something. We got something working there. He'll this guy's Jim over here calling us a was little. On to something. He's calling us a little podcast. He doesn't want to be part of it. I don't want to be part of you're, the Glenn. I want to be part of the little person out. on the podcast. That's, That's a fact. This is factual. That's a fact. <laughs> That doesn't even make sense. All right. Um, so let's come out of that. Again, appreciate that. Go out to MCW this week and support them. And uh, thanks, and, and Scott. And just speaking of Scott Hall, MCW also announced Kevin Nash uh, in November when they go to Frederick. Yep. Very cool. Very, very cool. Now, let's come out of that. Let's touch on a couple things we haven't had a chance to chat about just yet. Let's get into this week's quick count. Aaron, uh, you always start this by taking us a little off the reservation. So where are we going this time? Uh, we're going to TNA, where quite frankly, if we wanted, we could do the entire uh, thing on TNA, because a lot of things happened this week at TNA. First of all, Cody has signed with TNA. Cody Rhodes, Brandy, uh, seems like they're getting a, getting out of the uh, name issue, because... No, I, I thought they were just labeling him as Cody. They're labeling him as Cody, but they're la- labeling her as Brandy Rhodes. Because don't forget, she did not go by Brandy right, or was, Rhodes. She, she didn't. Was, right. So they don't have that name. So they can say Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Well, correct. But when he wrestles, it'll be Cody. Cody, right? But it's possible that they, you know, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Or, or it's possible he's in WWE next week. <laughs> or it's possible he's in WWE next week because we are going to get the Bad for Glory, which by the is supposed to be this weekend, and actually is a pretty good card when you look at it, top to bottom. You got, you know, Lashley EC3 for the title at the top. You got uh, Aaron Rex and Drew Galloway for the Grand Championship. I'm not a huge fan of that gimmick, but that's uh, the one that we were talking about last week. Uh, or we were talking about with Moose a couple weeks yeah. ago. That's the UFC style. Yeah, but it's not really. That's the problem with it is like, it's it's UFC style in that it's rounds and it's judged, but they're still wrestling. Like there's not really right. much of a difference in the wrestling. It's it's interesting one you know here and there, but when for example they're doing a tournament of it, so you're seeing two matches of it every night. It's a little bit of an awkward gimmick, but again, it's Aaron Rex, it's Drew Galloway. You know that's a yeah, good yeah. match. Those guys are great. You know you have Decay versus the Broken Hardies. Gonna be awesome. Yes, that's not gonna suck. Moose and Mike Bennett, yes, Maria that's... and Gail Kim, like, is a good it's card. Good card. The problem is, it may not happen. Hmm. Well, that would be unfortunate. <laughs> Cable it's, companies. It's real tough to, <laughs> yeah, to, to roll out a pay per view and then say, yeah, funny thing is, yeah. nah. C- cable companies are not letting you buy it right now because they are saying they're, they're saying you call, check again on Friday because there's a chance they do not have enough money to put this on. Man, would you stop messing with the cords, by the way? I haven't touched them. Well, then why did everything Yeah, everything just went. Oh, oh there, there it is again. Yeah, wow, so that was... Me. Was it your foot? No. Was bring, it your hand? Was you bring in a... You bring I in literally a, had my hands over here. He's doodling. I mean, that's a good point. He's, <laughs> he's, he's doing what he normally does during the show. He starts doodling. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's obviously not good. That goes without saying. And, and reports are that WWE has said, if you do not have any other buyers... We will buy you, but we are buying you. We are not buying it to keep it alive. Right. We are buying your assets, and you are not putting on another show. I'm, look, I told you last week. I mean, if you're the owner, that's cool. Yeah, I mean. If I, you're one of the talent that will eventually get signed, that's cool. Yeah, but, but if you're one of the talent. If you're Cody Rose and you just spent a couple months talking shit for a while, you probably regret what you said. 
But then again, Cody Rhodes actually, that the one thing with Cody Rhodes that was interesting was that I believe for the first time for Tina, it's a completely non-exclusive contract. He's able to do, he's signed for the final battle for Ring of Honor. He'll be able to do that. He'll be able to go wherever. So that, that was the one interesting thing about Cody Rhodes oh, signing. Man, that's fine. You know what I mean? I look, I, I am opposed. I've said this all, yeah. I am opposed to anything that gives us less wrestling. I, but I'm opposed to, you running a quote-unquote company that every month someone yeah, I, could, bro, could I, go out of business. I hear you. It's, I think that looks worse for wrestling than having another company. But the wrestlers are getting paid for the most part. They could be getting paid anywhere. Not if not if well, WWE correct. is buying it right. up. They could go to New Japan. Everyone everyone on that roster could go to New Japan for the most or Shikara or Ring of Honor. But Shikara can't pay him. Pay yeah, Shikara doesn't TNA's. pay, right? There's, yeah. there's no doubt about that. Ring of now, Honor doesn't pay as much as... Not as much, but TNA. is there an argument that Ring of Honor would stand to benefit the most from this, right? Like if WWE... Let's say WWE peels away the top talent. Who's WWE going to want if TNA goes away? EC3, Drew, Drew Galloway, the Hardys. Will they want Drew Galloway? They, Probably. They, they, proved, were, they yeah, loved you know him. What? It's a Triple H era. You know what I mean? They, like, that's they, a good point. they loved him. That's they true. loved him. But then and they, now he's, he's actually as good as they thought he and, would be. And he doesn't have the girlfriend bag. That was the big thing last yeah. time was the whole thing over um, Mike Bennett probably would. Uh, I would think. Yeah. 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 Him and, him and Maria. Maria. Moose. But they yeah, passed him off, that's, so that's the thing. You know. There, there was a reason that they didn't sign him when they had the chance. The question is, has enough time then passed from that? Okay, so, so but we're peeling away a, a, a handful of guys that WWE would be interested in. And probably that's about it. Did the rest of them have the opportunity to go to Ring of Honor and for Ring of Honor to say, we are now clearly second, right? Like, I mean, that's not... Yeah. It's it's more like your tenth and the top nine are all WWE, you know right. what I mean? But yeah. you're, you're the, the first one that isn't WWE... Would Ring of Honor then use that as an encouraging way to say, let's try to step things up a little bit. Let's try to – we've talked about this possibility of them turning the tennis channel into a a network, right. the American Sports Network, and putting Ring of they Honor on that. They could take Pop TV. They could take a TNA spot on Pop TV. They could do that. Well, Sinclair oh, would well, Sinclair, want, Sinclair, yeah, they want, they they want they, to build – Sinclair owns the company. They're going to want to put them on their own yeah, network. Right. True. Um, you know, would this make Ring of Honor better? And that's a good thing for professional wrestling, perhaps. Maybe I just I I feel like just Ring of Honor will never be in the position to give the kind of contracts that TNA did, and not for, with TNA around. Not and even then, I just Sinclair has never. If, okay, how many how many people watch TNA every week? Let's uh, say three hundred. Three hundred thousand. You don't think at least. Two hundred thousand of that is going to go to whatever Ring of o- Ring of Honor's putting on every week. I think Ring of Honor's in a weird like three hundred thousand people of watching TNA well, are watching are, TNA. But, either. but do you even have Comet? Like right now, uh, right now, unless you watch it, you know, at two a.m. on Saturday or whatever, you know, uh, like I can't even watch uh, Ring of Honor right now. That's what but what I'm saying is that's also because TNA is around. So there's another wrestling promotion right. that well, someone else Well, it's also because wants. Sinclair specifically wanted them on comedy. Right. There's a couple of things here. One, this scenario would have to involve Sinclair being willing to invest in, we need to do the better TV more, deal. More talent. We need to, we correct. The, the, yes. What I'm saying is, will they view this as an opportunity That's to do question. that? That's my question. I don't know that. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. If they do, it could end up being a good thing for wrestling, as AJ's trying to say. If they don't, then it speaks to what I'm talking about, which is it's just... It's strengthening a superpower, which right. we all like. Nobody's knocking the WWE. We all like the WWE. We all like watch a, it every you know, week. Like we, we talked about those people, but it's very possible that you know some of the exhibition guys, DJZ, could end up in NXT, kind of, especially yeah. if they. No, DJZ would be somebody that I would want in NXT. Yes. Yeah, there, there are a number of guys, guys in the exhibition who 
I don't know if I could ever see them on the main and roster, but there's straight a bunch into... Of, there's a bunch of guys team. not in the X Division that are uh, just simply on the card that they don't want on Raw or SmackDown, but they'd be like, well, we'll, well see what you Or they do. might say, hey, hang tight, we're going to do another uh, Cruiserweight Classic, Classic again right. next year, and, and we'll call you then. You want to go take some bookings for right now? Go take some bookings, but when we get to that point, we could use you, and I, yep. DJZ is the type of guy that comes to mind for that type of thing, right? Like, yep. hey, hold yeah. tight, we're not just going to infuse you, we just infused a bunch of guys on the TV, for, but hold tight, and we'll get you the next Cruiserweight for, for Classic. For me, the biggest bummer about it is that creatively, as, as a show goes, TNA has started to hit their stride here. Like, they're putting on quality episodes fairly regularly now of Impact. Uh, it's, I'm not going to say it's the best, you know, thing on TV, though some people are saying that they think that it's the best wrestling on TV right now. Um, and to see it just, the, the rug pulled out from under them would be a major bummer. Yeah, I agree Which with is that. why I kind of want them to get bought. Because... Doug, every how many times are we going to come on here during this this and say this, right and say oh somebody's going to buy this company here? Doug, that sounds bad. That sounds awful. I'm not saying and it's that's good. not even like you I, say I'd it's rather, not good for the you say it's not I'd good for Billy the wrestlers. Corgan, I'd rather Billy Corgan find some investors and then continue it. But for another month? No, 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 no. I, I, mean, I understand like, what, real. I understand AJ's point, which is it just seems like all you're doing is delaying. Like, how, does, like yeah. how does it? How does it make? Like you say, well, it's good, I, for, I it's good for the. Am I ever going to be able to finish what I'm saying? How does it make the? You say you want it to be good for the wrestlers. Oh, it's not good for the wrestlers if you know they buy out the company. How is it good for the wrestlers that are under contract that don't know if a month from now they're going to have a job? Trust me, I live in a profession where a month. Well, when training camp starts, I don't know where I'm going to live in a month. That shit sucks. That's awful. That's not cool. I understand what you're saying. And, and a lot now, a lot of these guys have other contracts. That's part of the deal, right? Like TNA is only part of what they use to make their money. They use it because it's a good chunk of making money, and yeah. then they go out on the weekends and they do their bookings, and that's how they really make a living, right? So yeah. they can still go out and do those things. It's just a solid chunk of money that would then disappear. Now, if that gets soaked up by someone else, we're great. You know what I mean? It's all good. We just... And I, I think it's maybe a better de- better the devil you know than the devil that you don't type of right. thing that we're talking about, right? Like at least with TNA, it's devil that you know. They've done some good wrestling. They've done some some good TV. They've done some good things. It's an alternative for wrestling fans. It's one more product. If you're into it, you're into it. Great. If you're not, you're not. Whatever it is. And so to have that go would suck for wrestling fans and for the wrestlers that get a chunk of money for them. But what you're saying, I completely get, which is. Okay, it's a chunk of money and it's there, but it always feels like it might be gone. Yes. Right. So if you all you're doing is kicking the tire down the road, if you're Billy Corgan finds yes. somebody to come in and invest, and that person looks at it and says, "Why am I investing in the the third you know wrestling company right now? Right. Like this is not a good long term investment." Then we're just gonna be having this conversation right. again in February, and let's just move on from it. Is your point? And I get that. I I I completely understand that side of it. I just don't like anything. The scenario I don't like. Is WWE soaking everything up and continuing to build a superpower? To me, competition is always good. It's always, always good in any business. It's good to have competition. The NFL can get away with whatever they want, right? Like Roger Goodell has all power because there's no competition because he's got nobody to worry about. I just like that there's there's a checks and balances system that's good for competition. Look, I get it. TNA's not really competition, but at least it's something. You know, at least a wrestler can look and say. I have this alternative. If I so want, the last couple of guys that left WWE that were prominent have both now chosen to do it, and Cody and uh, Damian Sandow. Yep. Um, it, it's, it's, there's an option there if you so choose. If Dolph Ziggler wants to walk away, if he thinks he's being treated unfairly by the WWE, he can say, I can go do my comedy, my yep. acting, and get a chunk of money by wrestling for TNA as well. 
and it would be disappointing for the wrestlers to not have that option. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we're, we're talking your, – your point was that the guys under contract don't know. But I think it says that it's – as important that TNA exists for the people who are right now, you know, basically free agents. And the, you know, you wouldn't like it as a free agent right now if two of the teams folded and you lost, you know, the total pool went down. If TNA folds, that's one less place to potentially offer them a big contract, potentially use for negotiation tactics. And I, I think that's important to have, even if Ring of Honor does step up a little bit, I think that it's really good that they can, you know, when the Young Bucks were doing it, they were able to say, Oh, WWE kind of wants me. Oh, but New Japan wants me. Oh, Lucha Underground wants me. TNA wants me. Ring of Honor wants me. I can use all of those against each other and get a fair contract. And I think that TNA's existence. But you just named five things. Yeah, I did. And if it goes down from five to four, that's one less. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, that one is always about to go down. So how much leverage do you have when you really go to? But apparently, but they've always. If I go to a negotiation with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I say, you know what? Dallas Cowboys wanted to bring me in, and they said, Dallas Cowboys might not exist tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's I don't really view that I hear, as leverage. I, I, no, I get what you're saying. I completely but, I mean, apparently it's like, I don't know where TNA is getting their money for these contracts, but they're paying decent they money. Did just, they did just bring in Cody. Like They, yeah, they Cody clearly have some money somewhere. And, yeah, they're put, bringing in some big They don't have enough money to, to put pay on for a pay-per-view. I get it. It we, makes we no sense. This, none of this from. makes any How you sign Cody and then turn around and not be able to pay the bills for a pay-per-view, none of it makes any damn sense. You know what? Fine. Just kill the thing. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not watching. I don't care. I like the Hardys. In my mind. I, I, kind of all of wrestling is bad business if you're not the WWE, right? Like, what's really not sustainable? I mean, there's a reason that these guys are going from when Ring of Honor. was the last time you heard about New Japan saying, you know what? Well, New Japan We just signed sign Lord Tensai. We just signed Lord Tensai, but psh, shit, we cannot afford to put on Wrestle Kingdom this year. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I don't – look, the TNA thing is always – first of all, the pay-per-view model is no longer a good model to begin with, right? And they figured that out a few years ago, and so they cut back, and then they did all these pre-recorded pay-per-views, and you could buy them on demand. And right. there's, there's other ways to go about doing it. They're, they're caught in a bad model. Pay-per-view is clearly dying, and they're – they're still trying to be a part of that, and it's just not working. These cable companies don't—they're not going to—they're not going to sell enough TNA pay-per-views for it to be worth them to give them a good deal, and then TNA's kind of screwed in the process. I mean, they just are. So they should have came over to the network. Well, they probably would, or they would have been better off doing like a TV special. You know what I mean? Saying, "Hey, we're not going to do pay-per-views anymore, but get a one Sunday night a month that we were going to do a special on Pop TV, or we're going to do a special something like right. that that you sell into the network that you do your TV deal with." Because the pay-per-view thing is just—it's over. Yep. If the WWE is not doing pay-per-view, and they're not, I know you can still get them via pay-per-view, but let's make it very they're clear. Tr- they're, they don't want to. Right. You're not going to be able to do pay-per-view. Right. Y- you can't continue to live in a world where the, the company if WWE's, if, you, if I can watch WWE for 10 bucks yeah. and get all this other shit along with it, right. I'm not about to pay 50 bucks to watch. The, the, the one Bound counter to that would be... You know, UFC is still putting up pretty monster numbers. But that's not the same. I, it's not the same. Yeah. But and they're really the only ones. They, and, and that's the thing. And I assure yeah. you, they're looking at how they can make sure that more of that money goes into their coffers right. in the future. I mean, there is no doubt right. that they if are going to. If you don't think that UFC is going to have its own network in the next three years, you're foolish. Well, I mean, they technically already do. They just haven't no, started but, putting uh, the yeah, pay-per-views. That's right. what I'm saying. I, it's Right now, for them, they see that as lost money, but they're going to figure out a way to make that more profit. that's lost money. Well, they're going to say, we're getting guys to buy pay-per-views or every year. Why, why give them away, ones. right? Yeah. And what they're not going to see is, and, and they'll figure it out. They'll, I think the UFC will do a tiered system. They'll ultimately end up offering UFC Fight Pass, 
better to be one that's a tier with the pay-per-views, one that's a tier without the pay-per-views. And maybe maybe even a super tier with the, you know, Connor fights or something yeah, like something. that. I think that the UFC better. will figure something out ultimately, but right now the way they're saying it is it's too valuable for us when we put on a Conor McGregor fight to give up the pay-per-view money that we make on that. We're not we're not doing that. Yeah. But unless he gets his ass knocked out, which totally could happen in Betty Alvarez. <laughs> He didn't look great in his last fight. Did, did you see what uh, Jose Aldo said yesterday? He, he wants to leave. He basically says that clearly Dana White doesn't own the company Conor McGregor does, and I, want, I don't want to work for Conor McGregor, so I That's want out of funny. my contract. That's pretty funny. That's a good line. I like that line. Man, look, he's clearly capitulating to Conor McGregor. There's no doubt about that, but such is life. Let's move on. Um, next. Um, well, just kind of going off of that, we talked a little bit about Rampire. They also have a pay-per-view, and it's – you know, for a relatively big pay-per-view for them, it's All-Star Extravaganza, and it has some big matches. It's really the least juice I can remember in a while for a Ring of Honor card. They've kind of fallen to a little bit of a trap with the New Japan where, you know, they would ha- have great matches. They always have great matches, but they haven't really been able to string it together for the past probably six months or so. So it seems like, you know, the main event here is a ladder war between the Addiction, the Young Bucks, and the Motor City Machine Guns. Great match. That should be... You know, people should be raving about just, you know, chomping at the bit for it. For whatever reason, not a lot of juice there right now. And Adam Cole versus Michael Elgin for the title, Bobby Fish versus Dijak. Good stuff, but Ring of Honor has fallen into a little bit of a trap where, you know, they are focusing on the wrestling maybe a little bit too much. And, you know, they're throwing on exhibitions weekly every now and then. And uh, they do have to, I feel like they have to, after this, leading up to final battle, they have to really find their stride here. Uh, when is final battle? Uh, December, usually early December, I believe. I mean, everybody's nobody's going to get that much attention during football season for anything that you're doing. That's fair. It's already a battle for Ring of Honor all year to get attention in the pro wrestling world. Now you're adding in the fact that it's a battle for the WWE to get attention right. in the fall. You ain't getting it. It's just not then happening. Then you got to move your because final battle's their big paper. I hear you. You got to move that. Then I would think that would be the answer. I mean, you you just cannot try to do things. Final battle seems like it would work just as well in March. Right. Like I don't think that you have to. <laughs> I, I don't. Does it have either. to be at the end of the year to call it final battle? You know what I mean? No, like I you can't have the final battle in May. Do, like, do it WrestleMania weekend. Mega battle well, in March. Really do it WrestleMania weekend. Well, I but I mean that, to, that used to be a very big weekend. I hear you. But I'm just saying. Of honor. I think you can try to make it its own special thing, but I just don't. I can't fathom anybody thinking. I think that any wrestling promotion that doesn't put on, maybe not the same weekend as WrestleMania, because now with the way you have the NXT show and you you have have the Hall of Fame and it's a whole thing for WWE. But if you don't put on your biggest show of the year, like either the within seven days before Mania or seven days after Mania, I think you're shit in the bed. I, I think that's the biggest time to be a wrestling promotion, and I think that's when you're going to get most of your eyes on your product. Well, there's two things now. WWE's opened up Thursday night of that week for somebody to do something. They, you know, by moving SmackDown off, they have nothing. Not that they were ever doing SmackDown in the city, but they, at least, there was this tacit uh, idea of Thursday night is WWE's night because that's when SmackDown is, right? By getting SmackDown off of Thursday night. Thursday night is now available for somebody that they want to be the kickoff of that weekend. They want and to. And I have... believe the WWN stuff is starting on Thursday. Is that what they're doing? I believe that. I'll have All to right. double check on that. I know they're running. They're starting noon on Friday. I know that much. So they have that whole afternoon to themselves. But I feel like there's a couple things on Thursday. I'd have to double check that. Well, Thursday's a night that you can put it on the internet. You can put it somewhere and be what people watch. You know what I mean? Like you have. Oh, that. I got you. I got what you're saying. That's that's the availability that you have there. Um, you know. I... 
I don't care when they do it. I just think it's dumb to try to do more things up against football season. Like, I, if you're not paying attention to the fact that it's football season. In America. I mean, what, what are you doing? Like, wh- why are you fighting this battle? Admit it. You can't win this. You can't. Granted, I, it is you a, you why are you fighting this final battle? You don't think final battle can outdraw, I don't know. Cowboys Redskins? Well, but it's not all this Sunday. <laughs> well, I hear what he's saying. It's yeah. a Friday night, right. but it's still just for conversation. Right? No, I, I got you. You're not. You gonna... think Final Battle is not going to outdraw action ever? No, no, of course not. Well, I mean, it's because, on pay per view. Yeah, right. I mean, like but that's, that's what most, most WWE pay per views don't. Football season. Actually, and they're good games on Friday nights now. Like Washington yeah. Stanford's this Friday night. That's right. a really yeah, good played game. Played on Friday two weeks ago. Um, that's right. They did. They did. They played at Florida. We're talking National. about good games here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Maryland did blow them out. That was um, good for me. The moral of all of this story is that 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 to me, like what you're talking about, yeah, it's all well and good. They need to to focus and direct and all those things. But who's paying attention during football season? Right. Nobody. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying this has been a kind of I've, I've noticed over the the buzz about Ring of Honor has fallen lately. That's okay. kind of what I'm saying. Okay. The buzz about pro wrestling is falling right well, now. I mean, more, but but the buzz. Did you see amongst wrestling fans? The buzz about Ring of Honor has fallen. All right. I don't know how you judge that right now, but I, I'll, I'll let's you move know, on. Aaron has let's always, just move on because you know, we're Aaron already, has all right. these unquantifiable. That's right, exactly. Um, final thing, just kind of a fun little story there. Uh, Ryback wanting to fight MMA, possibly going to Bellator. Or, well, as, I mean, as this, as is, this is this if he fights CM Punk, I yeah, would pay right. so much money to see him whoop CM Punk's ass. Look, I'm all for uh, Ryback. I would CM buy Punk. a pay per view. Of course, you would. Well, for, Bellator actually doesn't do pay-per-views. They do their they big events. They do their big events on They Spike. might do pay-per-view if they yeah, had Ryback right yeah, and CM Punk. Would. They used to do pay-per-views. Um, second of all, UFC still got a contract with CM Punk. So as much as we all think that Dana... I, I don't think Dana's stupid. I've told you all along. I think Dana knows what the, the strategy is. Dana says to Punk, look, we still want you. Do we have the buy rates on CM Punk? Yeah, um, they did well. I mean, did they, did, they did well. I mean, it wasn't... I mean, I know, I know, but, but what, do they you know did what like, it was? I, I don't remember the number was, but it was more than twice of what they would have expected like to do. Five hundred around there, something around. That, I mean, that's they, what people people were kind of putting five hundred as that. That would be the good line there. Here we can we have the internet. I don't know why we're trying to figure this out without just looking it up. What was that? Two oh three. Yep. UFC two oh three by eight. It was generate big numbers for two oh three. This is from Cleveland. Uh, the Cleveland Plain Dealers. The event was in Stipe Miocic, Cleveland. Former, would I have the most? Here we go. This is from Mark Raimondi. UFC will likely have the most pay-per-view buys by a card without McGregor, Rousey, or Lesnar since UFC 183. That doesn't say that number. doesn't say the actual number. No. That must have been before they released. Yeah, that that was yeah. that was two weeks ago. Here we go. MMA news. Uh, yeah, I'm not pulling up the actual. I, number. I'm seeing uh, 425 to 475. Okay, yeah, that's a good number. It's that's a very solid. good number. Solid. It's obviously a very good number for the UFC. But Dana's not stupid. He knows I can't just keep throwing CM Punk out there on cards. I said all along, the, the easiest solu- the solution for Dana is extremely simple. He just got to get everybody on board. You go to CM Punk, you say, hey, you're still going to be with us, but you're not fighting under the UFC flag next time. Next time out, you're going to go down, uh, Shogun fights in Baltimore. John Rollo, he's an old friend of ours. We've worked with him a number of times. Great guy, former fighter. You're going to go fight for him. We're going to take his whole card. We're going to stick it on UFC Fight Pass. So we still own you, and we get to promote CM Punk fighting on Saturday night. You actually go get to fight. Like, learn to be a fighter. The thing that you should have been doing all along. You can go fight. If you really want to do this, go to Baltimore. It's an arena. You're going to not going to be embarrassed. You're not showing up in a bingo hall. We're not sticking you in a, you know, a, a trailer somewhere. You're going and fighting in an arena at a big event in front of a big crowd. It's going to seem like a big deal. We're going to get the rights to it. We're going to get people to sign up for UFC Fight Pass so they can watch you fight. It's a win-win for everybody involved, and you can become a fighter if you so desire. 
That's how you handle this. It's done. You handle it that way. If he's not interested, you say goodbye, and then you let him go to Bellator and fight Ryback. You know, and and, see, and get his ass kicked. And get his ass handed to him. Absolutely, get absolutely destroyed if that's what he wants to do. But it's as simple as that. I mean, it's it's the easiest thing that you can possibly do. Dana's just got to yep. go do it, and it's one way or the other. You got to suck it up a little bit. Either CM Punk's got to suck it up and say, "Hey, you're right. I'm clearly not." You, you know what was funniest about this whole CM Punk thing about him getting his ass kicked that bad? Is remember when um. Chris Brown and him were beefing when he was still with WWE. Oh, God, right? Now, now I don't think he could whip him. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> From what I saw, I think Chris Brown would whip well, his ass. I think ass. a lot of people would whip his ass. <laughs> God. Just pulled some dude out. He walked out there, hey, Mickey, you're so fine, and that guy killed him. Killed him. I mean, it he was zero. With, with, with Colton's personality, people didn't talk enough about him coming out to hey mickey that was great that i liked was awesome. it i, I loved people it. make fun of it i, I loved it, it. i, I liked absolutely it. and apparently dana wasn't going to let him do it at first which would have been the dumbest thing ever but, i think that dana had like an agreement with him that he wasn't going to do it. right like as of that day didn't happen all right let's move on top five aj i'm gonna let you set this up because this was your idea yeah so um uh we had scott hall on the show however briefly but we did have him on the show and, we appreciate uh, it. And as you heard during the uh, during our talks, uh, I think he's the greatest performer in the history of wrestling that never won the World Heavyweight Championship. And I will stand by that. And you can say whoever you want, Owen Hart, Ted DiBiase. Um, you can say whoever you want. Me personally, I will say that Scott Hall is the greatest performer and had the greatest career of anyone who never won, won the World Heavyweight Championship. Got us thinking, well, got me thinking. What are he, he just sounds like a sports radio guy. Right? Yeah. It got me thinking about. Got me yeah. thinking. You know, I, 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 I still I was talking. You. I was talking in the bullpen off the <laughs> air here, <laughs> and it got me thinking. What are some other guys whose careers didn't turn out the way we thought they were? Not necessarily that they didn't win the world heavyweight championship, right, just because not everybody does. But what are some guys whose careers didn't turn out how we expected them to? And so our top five this week is top five guys whose careers didn't end up. The way that we had hoped. Okay. All right. And Go ahead. You're the, you're you're the main, the main event. event. Yeah, right. so That's the way it works. I got to start it off. My number five, um, and we were talking about him earlier in the show, it's uh, the fact that it kind of pissed me off. You would have told me two years ago Bray Wyatt would still have no titles and no major WrestleMania win. I would say there's no way in 2016 that Bray Wyatt has no titles. And no major win. Now, he's got a lot of time to go, we assume, in his career. A lot of time to go, and there's more that he can do. And, hell, he could have a – I mean, realistically, if they wanted to, he could have the title by the end of this year if they really yeah, wanted yes. to. But right now, he has – he doesn't have anything. Like, he has one of the greatest mystiques in his character, and I love what, they're, what they did with him this week, even though Glenn didn't. And I like that they should do – just I said think it they didn't sh- work for me. I, that means you didn't like it, which is what I said. Right, That's how on. English works. Right. <laughs> and But, you know, as of right now, I would say that I think one way to get out of it, though, and this is what I would do if I was booking Bray Wyatt right now, I think that it's a logical transition to have Dean Ambrose go to a heel and face John Cena. And in that same aspect, you would have Randy Orton come up and face AJ Styles for the belt. And to have we just, and Randy Orton face AJ Styles, he has to beat Bray Wyatt. However, however, I almost burped. I did burp. However, one way you can get out of this, with one good thing you can get from this, if Randy Orton beats Bray Wyatt, if he loses to Randy Orton and Randy Orton goes after the, the World Heavyweight title, it's very possible that 
there is a face Dolph Ziggler that happens to have the Intercontinental title. And I think that after after finishing off his feud with Miz, and maybe another guy in between there to give Ziggler another longer, a little bit more time with the belt, around December, Royal Rumble time, you can start looking for a Bray Wyatt-Dolph Ziggler feud, and Bray Wyatt could become the Intercontinental Champion. Okay. Okay, well, I'm all for it, yep. but I'm with you, yes. If you had told me then, yeah, they, he I thought this guy was on the fast track to winning championships. Over three thing. years ago at this point. Yeah, yeah it's you. been a long time. I'm with you. All it right. hasn't felt like that long. No doubt. Aaron? Uh, mine's a guy who, uh, he came on strong, and I thought that he was going to be pushed to the moon. I really liked his opening vignettes, and for whatever reason, he didn't catch on, and he really hasn't caught on to a huge degree, and that's MVP. I thought MVP had big things in front of him. He did look like things. he was going to be a star. I, I, I really loved I loved the gimmick. I loved, you know, they had the agent, the, you know, kind of signing the right contract. He had the charisma. He was decent in the ring. He's always shown to be decent in the ring. But, you know, didn't catch on WWE for whatever reason. Went to New Japan, was okay. Went to TNA, was okay. And just for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, never became the true star that I still to this day think he's capable of being. Um... I've always liked MVP. I'm with you. You know what I mean? I, I, I think that they pushed him quickly, and that probably hurt him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that. I think there's a theory that we could throw out there about um, yes. MVP, but I don't know what it would be. AJ, can you think of any reason why maybe MVP wouldn't have uh, uh, any particular reason? Well, no, I didn't think so. His first, name, <laughs> no, no, his no, first no. name is Montel. Oh well, yeah, that's true. That that so, might be it. That so, might be the reason. So I'm pretty sure he's black. Oh, what, 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 what I, I, would that have to do with anything? I, I, I was talking about the bodysuit. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. okay. I just think guys with initials don't always work out. You know I mean, I mean Vontavious, like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number five, again, a guy that when he first showed up, I thought, oh, they're going to have this guy just be a monster heel for so long. We're never going to get rid of this guy. Now, since then, they've redone him. They, they found someone else, and they've made him the guy that I thought he was going to be become. And actually, this guy showed back up last year, and I didn't realize that until I was looking him up and doing some research on it. I totally forgot that Vladimir Kozlov appeared uh, to confront Delano on SmackDown last year. I completely, like, never... Yeah. Wait, did that it happen? It was at a time when nobody was watching SmackDown. I don't like, remember that just, either, to be honest. I did not Sounds realize like something I would have completely marked over. Um, but yeah, apparently May 7th of last year. On oh, my birthday, nonetheless? <laughs> that probably had a lot to do with why they yeah. chose that date. Uh, hang on, let me see if I can uh, see if we can give you a little of this. Hang on, go ahead, pull pull up number four if you don't mind. Thank you. Let me fast forward. No, that's that's definitely not, not it. Okay, somebody made this video. Okay. I just realized what happened. <laughs> somebody spliced this video together. All right, so, so now we know. So you're you remembering Kozlov? So you're an internet I, Apparently. Yeah. I mean. Kozlov beats some, like, legit guys. Dude, really. Kozlov did he, did he looked like. the Undertaker? That might be true. Kozlov Although, looked like a Russian cyborg. Right, I'm going to go right into my number four then because you, you, I'm always going to lose it. My number four is Maven. Maven eliminated the Undertaker from the Royal okay. Rumble. I mean, Maven yeah, was the yeah. star of their first mm-hmm. reality show. They were going all in on that. Maven was a guy I thought hell of a dropkick. I was going to say it was a hell of a dropkick. There's no doubt about just that. Just didn't have much besides. But that's that. the problem. I didn't think it mattered. I thought they were so hell bent on making Maven a star 
coming out of eliminating the Undertaker from the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. that none of it none of it was going to matter. They were going to make Maven a star come hell or high water. So Maven was my number four. But yeah, Vladimir Kozlov was a guy that I just thought, you know, this dude, they're going to make him the biggest monster heel for some time. Now they they solved that. Rusev's the guy. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah Rusev's I mean, a better version. He's a way better version. Yeah. He's way so life. much better. So, uh, yeah, Valimir Kozlov. We don't know uh, what Kozlov That's true. You're right. You're right. But but if I'm playing the odds here. Probably not. all the women on earth, i got to think Lana is hotter than his wife. This will work out if we just keep spinning it this way. So, Aaron, That's what I said last week when you guys told me. But we figured it out. (laughs) But it's funny that you say Maven because mine rhymes with Maven. It's Raven. Really? Really what? You really thought they were going to do more with Raven? I thought that. Not necessarily WWE, but when you have A he comes off of the phenomenal ECW run. Yes. The beginning of his WCW run, when he got the flock together, was fantastic. It was one of the best things oh, on okay. WCW, yeah. and even that fell apart a little bit. I thought that WCW was positioning him into a place to be a major, See, major. The problem player. was that he left ECW and went to WCW. And they didn't have no plans for nobody that didn't have 22-inch pythons. And, and that, was, that is true. That was ultimately the problem. He ran into Goldberg. He couldn't be bigger than the NWO. And that was ultimately the problem there. And then they quickly kind of turned him into the comedy, went to WWE, didn't do much better than the comedy there. But uh, Raven, I thought, you know, in that middle of the WCW flock run, I thought was one of the most compelling uh, wrestlers on the planet. Okay. And yeah. I thought that if nothing else, I didn't know if he would ever win the title, but I thought he could have a big, a long run as an upper mid Carter. And after he lost the U.S. title to Goldberg, it, it just went all downhill from there. You know, it's funny as you said Goldberg, and he's my number four. Hmm. Because to me, Goldberg's WWE run in its entirety was a dud. Yeah, for entirety, I'll agree with that. It had its moments. It had some good moments. It was a good but year. But it was not what I expected from Goldberg. Coming out of WCW, I thought that Goldberg would end up being what Brock Lesnar is this to this day. Right, right. And that's what I thought was going to come when he came from WCW. Yes, the unstoppable monster. The but and he clearly just didn't want to be there. Yeah, and yeah. and Triple because H. of that, and it also didn't help that yeah, Triple H. Yeah, was there. yeah correct. And uh, you know his. Hey, welcome. Now you get buried. Yeah, uh, so pretty, pretty it's good much. to see you here. And to this day, uh, it kind of I hope that Goldberg does come back. And I think with him being in the video game and all that, all signs are pointing to a match at Mania. But he is still talking shit, man. Like, every time he talks to somebody, he's just like, I hated it there. I just hate, you know, like, he does not let up. Yeah, but the check up. clears, though. Check no, clears, and, and Triple H isn't a wrestler. <laughs> like, I, I, think well, that, I mean, are that you was kidding me? You think that they couldn't say, yeah, you can come on back. I'll bury you again. Well, look what they did with Sting. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sting did get a WWE title shot, though. Yeah, but after he had to lose to Triple H, at, with, despite the fact that, like, they made him align with the NWO for no particular reason whatsoever. Like, he was yeah, in the you, NWO. What's that? He was in the NWO. I mean, okay. The Wolfpack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't come out in the black and red, though. And there was two members of the Wolfpack there, other than him. But they it weren't actually, selling it as the it Wolfpack. actually more members of the Wolfpack than it was members of the NWO Black and White. Was Scott Hall a member of the Wolfpack? Eventually, yeah. Did he? Oh, well, when, when they reformed and they made everything under the black. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right, my number three, I've talked about this ad nauseum. Also, so, sort of similar to another, uh, I, I have no idea how Titus O'Neil never became a superstar. I mean, I have no clue, and we've talked about I think what, I know what it might be. Well, other than the fact that he's black, I think uh, I know. Oh, yeah? yeah well, he's, he's not good on the mic. He's, well, he's, he's, he's not, fine. He's, he's not terrible on the mic, but his biggest problem is that it's not his fault. He's been 
to look at who he's had to feud with. Well, who? When he was a singles guy, he had to feud with De- with Darren Young, which Darren Young's a great performer, but nobody gives a shit about Darren Young, unfortunately. Right, right. Um, then he had a few, he had a matches with Rusev. You're not going to beat Rusev. Correct. Uh, then who else did he face? Like he didn't, he, he never really had a chance to go against Dolph Ziggler. Well, they had the moment last, last year where it seemed like they wanted to go, or I guess this, this year in the yeah. spring, where it seemed like they wanted to give him something. They were letting him come out and do the Cena stuff and be Susan G. Komen. And then he, Susan tapped, Jacob. And then he tapped Vince's arm. Right. And, and then they touched Vince. All so, into shit. Yeah, it's all over, right? Like they just, this guy has charisma. He's he's fun to watch. Yes, I get it. He's not a guy that's going to wrestle great forty minute matches. Like he's just not him. But his offense, when he comes in hot, he is hot when he comes in. Um, I, I think just, he his biggest problem is that he works. I think Titus O'Neil works best as the enforcer of a tag team. I don't doubt that that's true. I don't doubt that. But those guys, great enforcers, usually get some sort of opportunity. Usually yeah, get yeah. some sort of run. He's never like Big E when he wins the Royal Rumble this year. God, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. <laughs> uh, but he just never got those opportunities. So, I, you know, I've I've thought for some time that if if you think that there's still if. a if you think there's still a race <laughs> issue in the WWE, that Titus O'Neil will be the guy that I would point to and say, explain to me why that guy has never been more than what he is, and give me the answer to that question, and nobody will be able to come up with it. And the only thing you could say is age, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. fine, but he's been around for a for little a bit. Yeah. He, he's younger than AJ Styles, if I'm not mistaken. No. I do believe I, that. I, I'm pretty sure he's older than AJ Styles. Are you sure? Is, isn't he in his 40s already? I don't think he was. I thought he was still in his late 30s. Yeah, he's, well, he's not younger than AJ. I think he's the same age. They're 30. Wait, AJ Styles is? 36, 37, somewhere No, oh, I thought he was closer to 40. All right, then Titus O'Neil's older. Titus O'Neil's 39 now. Maybe. Okay, I thought he was like 41, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my number three. Actually, uh, two two of my last three are... Hey, AJ Styles is also 39. You're a piece of shit, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron's, Aaron... God, always, I hate you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I thought he was younger Aaron than that. Aaron never lets God. anyone else be right until you prove him right, and then he goes, oh, I just thought In fact, young. in fact... In fact... Actually, technically, he's about a month younger. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I was right. Tyson Hill is older. Yeah, Titus' birthday is in uh, late April, and AJ's is in early June. Huh. So, there you go. The more you know. The more you know. Get to your... Stupid thing. Uh, uh, two of my last three are things that were kind of out of people's hands as far as them uh, not getting put or not their career not turning out the way. No, my number three is Brian Pillman. Oh, well, yeah, sure. I mean, Brian Pillman, if you look back at him now, he should have been Stone Cold. He should have been CM Punk. He should have been, especially with the Attitude Era coming, he should have been one of the biggest stars of the Attitude Era. And I fully believe that if he hadn't died, uh, the role that eventually went to Mick Foley, the, you know, they wouldn't necessarily have been the biggest star on the planet, but that guy mm-hmm. to kind of get into the main event when you want. I truly believe it would have gone to Brian Pillman, and Brian Pillman would have thrived in the Attitude Era. Unfortunately, things worked out the way they did, yep. and uh, you know I still look back to this day and wonder what if right. for Brian Pillman. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, my number three is uh, Glenn's going to be so happy about this. I am so bummed that our truth only got <laughs> one month out Why of. Why is that, AJ? Why are you so bummed? Because our truth is wrestling. Our <laughs> truth, when the first when the first iteration of the little Jimmy gimmick came about, he went from a guy that just happened to be a guy in the company still to in the main event of the pay per view against John Effing Cena. Yep, that did happen. And if they wanted to, they could have extended the feud longer because 
let's be honest, 2011 or 2012 John Cena, he could pretty much wrestle anybody because he was the same character he was in 2007. <laughs> he, he wasn't doing any character development. He could, wait, he, wait, really? Yes. You noticed that too? He could have been. He could have wrestled anybody. They decided to get away from it. And yes, he did get another push. He got more and, TV you know, they, time. And, and John Cena did go on to a little person the next month named CM Punk who dropped the oh, pipe on. Who's that? I don't remember him. Yeah, it was, it was, it was CM Punk. But if they wanted to, they could have stretched it at least another month. Like they didn't have to punt it away immediately. Little Jimmy gimmick was gold. It was phenomenal. Yes, gold. It was lightning in a bottle. We talked about lightning in a bottle earlier with Scott Hall. Little Jimmy, when that first came out, was lightning in a bottle. Fact. All of that is fact. And he, it got our truth so more over than he had ever been, and probably still to this day more. Actually, no, when he came out with the ladder at the Royal Rumble, <laughs> that was probably the most he's ever been over. But yes, that was the greatest <laughs> moment in wrestling history. But you know, I, I still think to this day that Little Jimmy, that gimmick, could have got over, even if you don't give him the title, giving him a one-month run at the title. I feel like he deserved more was, than that. That that was the year that, like, later that fall he was suspended, right? That was uh, the case. Because he started the thing with The Miz where they actually, I thought that was a really, that was, you know, as great as yeah. the, the, the little Jimmy, those two together were golden. And I think he got suspended and that kind of fizzled any chance he had. Yeah. Well, look, you're yeah. a thousand percent right. There should have been more that came for our truth and there still should be for the record. Now, my number two, we got to start flying through. Um, they brought this guy in to be Rey Mysterio. He's not. Sin Cara is my number two. Okay. I mean, they brought the guy in for the singular purpose of being the biggest Latin star on the face of the planet. Luckily, Grand Metallic's going to do that. I hope so. You know what I mean? Like, the, Sin Cara, that was why he was here. Yep. He was here to be the biggest acquisition they had ever made. I mean, this was going to change their foothold in, in the Mexican community, and the guy – could not stop screwing up. And he couldn't stay healthy. Right. I mean, just a disaster. A complete disaster. Sin Cara, my number two. Uh, my number two. This is the, one of my, I just can't believe he didn't get over to any degree in WWE because I tell you I that uh, I have a wrestler here. He's 6'6". He's 270 pounds. One of the most athletic guys on the roster. Has charisma and he doesn't get over. How is that possible? But with Sean O'Hare. Yes. <laughs> Sean O'Hare. It baffles me yeah, to okay. this day. Like right. th- this should have been Vince McMahon's wet dream. Right? No they, they, they put him with Roddy Piper, and he was getting over. He had some great promos, and somehow he didn't get pushed ever. It's baffling to this day that that didn't happen. And you know, unfortunately, he's dead now. But it, just one of those things that I look back to. You know, the buying of WCW. They botched a lot of people on that. Sean O'Hare is number one on my list. That he, he should have been a main eventer let alone, you know, getting out of the jobber. He should have been a main eventer, oh, and he you. never was. AJ? My number two is a guy who I think started the Attitude Era. Um, Some we, people say that Nikki Bella started the... <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Bella says that. No, Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> um, I think Goldust started the Attitude Era, and I think that it's a shame that Goldust never won the WWE title because I think that his... Ma- First of all, his character was the most unique, and to this day, maybe other than The Undertaker, might be one of the best pure characters okay. in wrestling history. And I think that his character was so revolutionary there had never been anything like that. And to this day, other than maybe Bill and Ch- or uh, uh, who uh, the gay tag team, oh, Chuck, Chuck, and Billy. Chuck and Billy. And other than Chuck and Billy, uh, there's never been anything like that pushed the envelope. Yes, correct. As so avant garde, Dom yes. Castle maybe a little bit, but. But not, not at that level. Yeah, yeah we're, I'm talking about like WWE. Yeah, yes. that's top level, right? And the, and at the same time, he could work. 
Yes. I mean, the, the man, the street fight that he had on, with, he had with Roddy Piper, when, and then the homage to OJ in the same process, which is so funny if you look at it now. <laughs> but it, it, when they have those moments, like the fact that that man never had the WWE title is, is crazy. Totally with you. It was a star, no doubt. Uh, my number one, he showed up. He looked like Randy Orton. They were on the fast track. Yes, he did this to himself because he got suspended. But if you would have told me when Chris Masters first showed up that he was not going to be the biggest star of stars, I would have said, you're an idiot. This guy is going to win all of the championships. This guy is going to be Randy Orton. This guy. We didn't do hot takes, but I'll do a hot take real quick. Yeah. The Master Lock is the greatest name of a finishing move oh, ever. It's, it's perfect. Yes. It's perfect. <laughs> this guy showed up, and ev- he had everything. He had the look. He had ability. He had all of it. Yes, he got suspended twice, and that that changed everything. Yes. That's the reason why it didn't work out for him. Um, but if, I would have never believed you if you had told me that Chris Masters' career did not ultimately become a career of many championships and being an, a historically great performer. Because what their blueprint was ultimately the blueprint they used for Randy Orton. I mean, they just they basically just took the concept and said, "Hey, that guy looks very similar. Why don't we just make that guy?" The guy that we were going to go all in. And what is it, 13 world championships? Yes, later? correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, by the way, I, another hot take real quick. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if whatever record John Cena makes, Randy Orton breaks. Because I think Randy Orton's going to wrestle for a longer time than John Cena. I could see that. Possible. I could see that. It, it really depends how much. I don't I, know. I, I could see them wanting well, and also there's two. There's top. also two titles right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. That's true, too. you got to keep that in mind. Yep. Uh, my number one, uh, you mentioned him earlier. It's it's Owen Hart, and it's it's even before the death happened. It's you know you look back at '94. Owen Hart was the best thing about wrestling in, in 1994. Owen Hart was, is was in the nation of domination because of affirmative action. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but that's my point right there. No, no, that's my that way. You, you have a guy who was you know the greatest thing in wrestling in 1994, and by 1997 he's you know, with the nation of domination and something that makes absolutely no sense in any way. He's, he's doing the blue blazer gimmick. And, and while he's doing entertaining things everywhere, he's not anywhere near the main event. And if you told me that in 1994 that he wouldn't sniff the main event again, that's insane. Uh, absolutely What's insane. crazy to me is that they botched the whole situation with um, – granted, they wanted to give that situation to Stone Cold. But after Brett left, they should have ran a segment where – when they first introduced the terrible Mr. McMahon character, they should have been going after Owen and making Owen the baby face that they're trying to get over while Mr. McMahon's screwing him over. They decided that they wanted to punish Owen instead. Basically, yes. Correct. That's exactly what it went. All right, your number one? My number one, and it's not his fault because he died, but Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero's untimely death. It's interesting you say that. Did you always think that he was going to be... Like, I think the fact that he ever accomplished what he accomplished is kind of remarkable. Yes, he accomplished a lot in his career. But I think if Eddie Guerrero was still alive today wrestling, right. I think that when you had when we had this Mount Rushmore of mm-hmm. wrestlers and we talked about it, I think Eddie Guerrero would have been in that it, conversation. We, we talked about it, uh, I believe, the last anniversary of his death. We talked yeah, we, about we, the greatest all-around all all performers. I, to me, I think he... He accomplished more than I thought he was going to accomplish when he came to the and WWE. I agree with I that. Agree. I agree that he accomplished more than I thought he would. Yeah. But I think that if he was still alive, how long has he been dead now? But over ten, about over yeah, ten years been, now. Ten Jesus. years? Imagine yeah. ten more years of that man performing oh, fact, at WrestleMania and SummerSlam and Royal Rumble and with everybody that's come up nowadays and CM Punk and Randy Orton. 
John he was, Cena. He was 38 when he passed away. He could still, to this day, because he was in great shape. Even at 48 right now, even at 50, he might not be able to hit the greatest frog splash in the world, but I guarantee his frog splash will be better than everyone except maybe Seth Rollins. <laughs> his frog splash will probably still be better than Kevin Owens at 50. Uh, look, I'm, this is not a um, – to me, it's just interesting in the context by which we're presenting this. Yeah. To me – I think that if Eddie Guerrero never passed away, I think he would be in the conversation as, as when we say, who are the greatest wrestlers you in the world ever? You say, oh, yeah, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan. Right. And you say, but Ric you think Flair, you Undertaker. Put, right. put him as the most important. Like, people I already think, think he's the best. Exactly. But, yeah. There are people that believe he's the best, but I think that that would be a more consensus feeling. I understand what you're saying. You, yeah. I, I, it's just con- – it's an interesting it's, concept yeah. to me because, again, when he arrived, I expect that they were going to treat him like a, a Latin dude. They were going to give him shit, small, and they tried. Right, and they a and thousand he, percent. That's one yeah. of the things that Aaron and I debated and I talked about. I'm like, dude, they gave him shit. And, and I said right. every and bit of shit it, he right. turned to he, gold. He, he, he made Think about it like this. Just to put in perspective how great Eddie Guerrero was, and he could have been around for at least maybe he would have retired last year or two years ago. But still, that's still right. another decade. Things he came up with himself are still used in WWE no, products. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Sasha Banks won her title because of the Eddie Guerrero fake I got hit with the belt right. from Dana Brooke. Right. I mean, he was gold. He was... He uh, was this isn't a knocking yeah. Eddie Guerrero. I know. Thing. I can't say... I'm just, yeah. I'm just pointing I'm just, out how... I'm just saying, to me, like, when I hear Eddie Guerrero's name, I think he Massive overaccomplished. Over you know, I think that Well, he... to be fair, we did start by saying who's... Whose uh, careers didn't go the way we expected. Well, that's true, right? <laughs> we can say that. They, like to me, that's the way that I look at Edgar. Like I think he did so much more than I ever yeah. expected him to do, um, for a few reasons. Just because one, I didn't think they would give him great shit, and they didn't give him great shit. They made him work with what they had. He had to be fired and, early on in right, his WWE you know I mean? career. Like, yeah. To me, in comparison, I'm like, wow. To me, Eddie Guerrero's story is about how much more he did than I ever thought he could do. You know, I mean, I think that he's yep. like the ultimate underdog. That yep. You know, that was able to, to accomplish something. But that's interesting. It's an interesting perspective. All right. Uh, very cool. Thanks again to Scott Hall for the time that he gave us. <laughs> appreciate that. Again, I, I don't mean yes. that condescendingly. We do appreciate it. Scott Hall didn't have to call in today, but he did. He picked up the phone. He said, I'm going to call did these guys. Them too. I, in fact, that, we had booked that. When we sat down, remember in the first segment, yeah. I said, I have no idea if we have a guest this week or not. <laughs> and when the phone rang, I said, Really? <laughs> really? So I do appreciate Scott Hall calling in. Uh, AJ, uh, tell everybody about the Francis Sports Academy. Uh, yeah, we know we're back in action. We had another good week last week. If your kid plays basketball, man, you're really missing out. I mean, we we got some kids in there that a month ago could barely dribble and chew bubble gum at the same time, and now they're able to do drills where they dribble around chairs and pick up cones and cross over to the other hand and go behind their back and I mean, if your kid plays basketball, he needs to come to the Francis Sports Academy, point blank period, if you want him to be any good, if he wants to be any good. Some kids nowadays settle for mediocrity. I don't. <laughs> do, do, do you actually teach how to dribble and chew, ba- chew uh, bubble gum at the same time? Yes. All right. There's a mandatory drill, in fact, it's, when they come to do basketball. It's, it's like, here's skill, some bubble yeah, gum. The gym, the gym say no gum, no food on the court, and I tell those gyms they can kiss my ass. <laughs> I'm the main event. Uh, people can find out more. Yeah, people can find out more at francissportsacademy.com, or you can follow us on Instagram at francis underscore sports, Twitter at francis underscore sports, um, and, you know, follow me on Twitter, AJFrancis410. And I'm always out and about. Uh, shoot, I'll probably have another workout this week, so... I might not be in the studio next week. You never know. It's, uh, we're, we are rooting for that, as yeah. always. That's what we're rooting for. 
Um, and by the way, shout out to BJ Miggs, of course, KSW999 sure. in Seattle. And I'm wearing guys. my um, Jimmy's Famous Seafood shirt. Yeah, that's a good looking shirt. Have you seen the new one? The Crime Club. The Bullet Club. Yeah. It's a really good one. It's a really good one. All right, uh, Aaron Oster, you are on Twitter. At the A. Oster. We are on Twitter. At Dropping Out Show. Our email is? Dropping Out Show at gmail.com. we got to do something. We need something to rally people together around again shortly. we got to figure something out. Let's just be thinking about that for the coming weeks. If you guys have suggestions of something we can all do, get together, hang out, something like that. Who knows how no long mercy. AJ is going to be home. What? No Mercy, maybe. Maybe for No Mercy. I don't know what the game is that night, but we'll take a look. I could be, I could be down. Oh, is that actually the Ravens? I think are on. No, 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 no. I think that's. Uh, no. Oh, it's Ravens next Redskins. weekend. It is Ravens Redskins. It is Ravens but, Redskins. But afterwards, let's get a one o'clock game, right? Yeah, it's a one o'clock okay, game. We can might be. And down. I'll be up in Baltimore for that game, so could definitely make that work. So you want to maybe Jimmy's? Possibly. For, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. All right, all right, we can make something like that happen. Right. In the meantime, um, our email is. Dropping at show at gmail.com. And what do you have coming up at the Baltimore Sun? Uh, if you missed it, I uh, got a chance for a while to talk with uh, Gabe Sapolsky, uh, creator of Evolve. We like Gabe a lot. Uh, had a really great review. Got a lot of good reception from the Joey Styles, actually. He uh, reached out and complimented me for it, so that oh, was kind cool. of cool. That's cool. But a lot of people are saying, you know, it gave really good insight about kind of what he's what he looks for when he builds it. He's built, you know, been part of building three wrestling companies now, ECW, Ring of Honor, and Evolve. Kind of what he looks into when he does that. What specific things does he look for? And I uh, had a lot of great analysis there, so uh, that was big. Also, I may – it may not be until next week, but I'm working on a piece now, a kind of fun piece where I'm looking back at before Nakamura, the Japanese wrestlers and how they fared oh, coming yeah. to uh, WWE. So that's been an entertaining look back for me, looking back at Kaientai and – the rest of them. Yoshitatsu. Yoshitatsu. Well, you know why? Kenzo Suzuki. You know why a lot of them flailed out? Because they all had the same character. Be- because. Oh, I'm Japanese. Well, <laughs> I can speak Japanese. Be- because WWE had them choppy choppy someone's pee pee. Yeah. Well, that's what, dude, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah. th- they would be doing the same thing to Shinsuke Nakamura right now if it hadn't been for the way society oh, yeah. has. Absolutely. Evolved. And then and that's, the that's fact kind that of the Triple premise. Triple H is like, not a huge dick. Well, not in this scenario. I, yes, anyway. not in this right. I'm pretty sure Triple like, H is still a huge deal. I, I did like how uh, the most accomplished Japanese wrestler, Yokozuna, not Japanese. <laughs> so true. God, that's so <laughs> awful. All right. I'm uh, at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. GlennClarkRadio.com is the website uh, for Aaron and for the main event. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn. <laughs> this is Ben. Coming <laughs> up. Oh.